0: The Common Man and T-Bone podcast is brought to you by Care Heating and Cooling. Cold or sweaty is no way to go through life? Call my guys at Care Heating and Cooling for all your heating and cooling needs. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. And stay tuned after the podcast for special bonus content from
1: past shows. Hello! Bye. Welcome to the home of stupid. That's right. You're now listening to Common Man and T-Bone. I, an
2: elevator.
1: I don't
3: know if the queen showed up.
2: <laughs> Hello. I once had love in a lift, is what we call it. You don't have elevators, we have lifts.
1: Featuring Panama Ted, imported from Panama.
4: Thank you, Ted, you suck.
1: Rihanna Ray on traffic.
4: Five minute delay. And
1: a bunch of internet sounds that make no sense. So
4: reach around the
5: guy.
1: <laughs> you gotta squat and be ready. <laughs> Balls on his chest. Balls on his chest. Strap in and strap it on. This is Man and Bone.
0: <laughs> Happy Monday. It is Reaction Monday, brought to you by Taco Bell. Hello, Bone. Hello, man. We have lots of things today. Lots. Oh, yeah. Full disclosure to you. Um, This weekend, I did not watch any college football at all. Oh? Nope. Why not? Not one second, because I'm done, because I'm finished why are you finished well you know why i'm finished because it's over
6: for bozo it's right? over
0: for bozo yeah. my team's not playing and i'm a sore loser and i'm pissed off mm-hmm. and so I, I i did come in this morning and watch some film from the games because i have this to do for a living but i just want to let you know if not for you idiots i wouldn't have watched a second of college football this weekend. That's how
6: little I care about yeah. all of this. Well, I I watched a little more college football than you, but I felt like I didn't watch very much college football because I kept tuning into these games and seeing things that were college football-y and exciting and normally would get the juices flowing for me. And then I'm thinking, my team has no part of this. None of these games matter for my team there. I don't know who in their right mind thought there was some outside chance of the Buckeyes making the playoffs, but obviously you shouldn't have. So I, I had nothing. I'm watching it just as a I I'm watching this to watch college football, but that's a lot like watching your prom after your prom date said, go to hell and left you waiting. Why would you go? Why would you want to go watch everybody else have a good time when you're not? This is entertainment for me. At least it should be.
0: And I would have force fed myself this weekend. That wouldn't have been entertaining to watch Michigan walk into Indianapolis oh, and it's... kick the crap out of Iowa. I hope all of you are having a good time. And this is so fun for you. It's what I was told. All oh, Michigan being good is good for the rivalry, good for the conference. Who the hell cares? I saw somebody put on Twitter, I forget who it was this weekend, asking the question Are you going to be rooting for Michigan? Mm-hmm. In the college football playoffs mm. because it's good for Big Ten pride. Mm, 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 Who, mm, mm, if, if you are saying yes, if you're an Ohio State fan that's going to be rooting for Michigan in the playoffs because of Big Ten pride, I want, I want you to do something for me right now. They usually frown upon this in the radio business, but I don't care. I want you to take your digit, your dirty, grubby finger, and change the channel right
6: now. I want you to go someplace else right now. I don't understand at that point what your feelings... If you say I'm an Ohio State fan and I get all the traditions and I love Ohio State football for all that it is, I don't understand then how you can say I'm rooting for Michigan because it's good for the conference. Then you don't understand Ohio State football, at least in my mind. You don't understand it the way I do. I guess I would put it that way. I'm not trying to gatekeep anybody. I'm not trying to tell you you can't be a fan. Root for it however you want to, but you're right. You will find no enjoyment from fans like Mike and I who look at Michigan as the bane of our existence, who can't stand seeing Michigan good, who know right now that Michigan is better than Ohio State, and I have no argument for it. I don't like that reality that I'm living in, Mike, but I do have to engage in it. So if you're someone who thinks, oh, what's the big deal? It's a Big Ten. It's good for the Buckeyes. Then I don't think we understand the rivalry the same way, and you probably won't enjoy our hot takes on anything Michigan today. That's also a myth. It's not good for the Buckeyes. You know what's good for the Buckeyes? Winning
0: the games on your schedule. That's what's good for the Buckeyes. Look, we're not the Cincinnati Bearcats where we need some sort of respect year to year and people to chrome over the schedule with a microscope and say, oh, I don't know if this team's good enough. I don't know if this team's good enough. It is mathematically impossible. I'm aware of this. But it doesn't matter if any other Big Ten team wins a game.
4: No, as long as Ohio
0: not. State wins every single game on their schedule, they will be playoff-bound every year. It doesn't matter what Michigan does. It no. doesn't
6: matter what this conference does. You can root for Michigan to lose by 30 in the college football playoffs, and it will not hurt the Buckeyes at all. And not if you're saying, one bit. If you're saying, oh, but Bone... Buckeyes lost to Michigan, what's going to happen if they lose by 30 in the playoffs? They're going to think the Big Ten sucks. Did you forget that Ohio State lost by 30 to Clemson and it didn't matter? And it doesn't stop Ohio State from getting picked in the top five the next year? It will not matter. Just root with what you believe in your heart to be fun for you. And if that is watching the maize and blue trample up and down the field, roughshod over the rest of college football, then go right ahead. Bo Schembechler enjoy yourself I guess you must really enjoy watching Michigan win but if that turns your stomach like it does me then just admit that it turns your stomach and don't root for him because it doesn't a it doesn't matter who you root for they're going to do what they're going to do but b it will not matter if Michigan wins the national title or if they lose by 50 in the playoff game they do play in they will not affect the Buckeyes' outcome next year. If the Buckeyes are good, and they win all their games, and they beat Michigan, who lost by 30, or Michigan, who's the defending champs, it will not matter. Ohio State will be in the playoffs. That's it. Buckeyes play Notre Dame next year.
0: Yeah, you right think, off You bat. think if the Buckeyes go out and they beat Notre Dame next year, people are going to be breaking down that game saying, "Wow, well, there's Michigan... Look at what Michigan did in the postseason. No, no, no one cares. No, it's a long offseason. No one's going to care.
6: No, that that's <laughs> that's always been the case. Because whatever SEC schools lose to quote unquote inferior opponents, what's always said? Ah, well, they just weren't ready to play. Ah, who cares? We know the recruiting's good. Like they're never going to take full stock of that. Ohio State lost to Clemson by thirty in one of these games, and have it has not hurt their chances at all. So let's stop with that. If Ohio State had beat Michigan and won the Big Ten championship, they would be in the college football playoffs today instead of meat chicken. That's how it works. The segment that's not
0: a segment, yikes, is coming up at 534. Jackets beat the Sharks last night. They found their sea legs halfway through the game. and It's a good thing they did. I know you went
6: to the game last yeah. night. You had a good time. And it was nice. Rimmer actually hooked me up with his ticket. Of so course he did. Very nice of him to do so. So thank you, Rimmer, for that. You didn't ask me if I wanted them. Yeah, because he knows the answer. What's it, it gonna matter? it's, why not, it's gonna nice ask. to ask. Oh yeah, nice. Because I, I take joy in turning people down. That's yeah, why. That's a youth thing. That's not a him. But thing. But I'm just
0: saying you you get joy in accepting the tickets. He could have done both last night. All right. <laughs> he could have offered me the tickets. I say no. I'm happy. Yeah. Then he would have gone to you. You take the tickets. You're happy. We both could have been happy. Next
6: time he asks me, I will accept them. And then I will ask you, hey, Mike, do you want to go? You can have my tickets. That's fine. And you can turn me down, and then I can still go. What if if I say yes? Then I'll say, oh, sorry, I forgot. (laughs) This is a game I actually did want to go to. Whoopsie. (laughs) Yeah, but you've got, what, Toronto coming up next, and Capitals was the game right before this one over the weekend, and uh, that did not go so well. So nice for the Jackets to get one against the Sharks, at least. Well, halfway through
0: this game, it wasn't going so well. No. It was having one of those performances where they couldn't get out of their own zone, looked like they were constantly playing catch-up, and aside from the goaltending, this team
6: is not outperforming anyone they play in any category. No, they're really not, and and it's it's interesting to watch them, you know, in the arena, just because you can see more of. There's sometimes you're watching on TV and you're like, what the hell are they thinking with that pass? And obviously, it's because you can't see the full angle, you can't quite see the whole ice. But there were a couple times last night where I saw those passes that I think in games I've watched earlier this year, I've said, what what is going on there? And then you see it in the in the rink, and you go, yeah, okay, that makes more sense. This I see what was trying to happen. It just was a bad pass but there's still times where they're trying to pass through four sticks like that's not going to work nine times out of ten but th- they did figure it out later and they did actually start putting it on a bit um, so I I had a good time out there but also it's good to see the jackets get the victory one thing I noticed about Elvis that uh, again I think we're aware of the guy has you know very passionate about this game and he takes it seriously and doesn't like to lose and all that stuff but there was, a, there was a point where the Jackets were in the offensive zone and they were just kind of screwing around with the puck and there was a lazy pass made that got tipped away and across the rink, on the backside of the rink, I hear this big thwap and I look over and it's Elvis. He, he has, was pissed off. He smacked his stick on the goalpost, I believe, and then the puck's coming his way so he had to get in position, but he was ticked about that and you could kind of see good, I have that no frustration building a little bit with him That, and I don't blame him either Um, but yeah, that's that's something that's going to occur if you keep getting odd man rushes thrown in your face all game long.
0: Jackets in Toronto tomorrow night. Leafs have been very hot as of late. Buckeye Hoops started up the Big Ten schedule with a victory over Penn State last night. Outside shot was working. Kyle Young was off the bench last night and he was very good off the bench and yeah. he took four threes, hit them all.
6: Yeah, he. I, I will tell you, man, going to Penn State, I know this Penn State team is a little down, and they're not quite you know the same team that they usually it's a, are. It's a but road win in the conference. And also, it. when you play bad Penn State in the past, have we not seen that they can still trip up the Buckeyes? Exactly. So that was a good thing to see them be able to do it. And yeah, EJ Liddell got limited in the first half, right? They were doing everything. Penn State basically said, I dare you to beat us from outside. And, and so the did. Buckeyes said, okay, we will. That was very good to see. Uh, Towson is on Wednesday
0: for some ungodly reason. That is a nine o'clock tip. I have (laughs) no idea why.
6: (laughs) Yeah. Also, how about Jamari Wheeler last night getting, you know, booed every time he touched the basketball. Good for those Penn State fans. That's that's
0: fine. Good for them. You should do. You do what you have to do. And he did what he should do. Right.
6: And then he played inspired basketball. He got into it last night. Yeah. I like to see that. I, I, I think... This team does have quite a bit of fight in them, and it's it's good to see. I was a little concerned they were going to throw it away second half where it started getting a little tighter, but, hey, man, it's a, it's a road win in the conference, and they played really well throughout, and after the first couple minutes where Penn State jumped out to a lead after the Buckeyes started off okay, Ohio State settled back in, Got the lead back and didn't really look back after that. That was nice. They've been doing this the last couple of years, where it's you know you play two Big Ten
0: opponents this year. It's Penn State and Wisconsin is coming up, and then it's a couple more weeks until the conference really starts up. Do we like this? I forget what we say every single
6: year. I mean, I I don't mind it. I think eh, I like, I, it's too disjointed for me. I don't. I think I like it better when they go back to back games where you play you know, Thursday night and then Saturday, Sunday. Not the or 9 Monday. o'clock Towson in between? Yeah, I don't need 9 o'clock Towson in there, um, but I like getting a couple Big Ten games early. I've just also I've learned this. Don't put too much stock in anything you see before January with this basketball team, right? I mean, Absolutely. That, that, or in the Big Ten, for that matter, or in college basketball, if you even want to take it that far. But, yeah, it, it's I wouldn't put a lot of stock right now in what we're seeing totally as far as... Before the season, or early in the season, we said, I don't know what Jamari Wheeler's going to be. He doesn't seem like he's doing much. Well, that's changed, right? I mean, he's playing better defense. He's good for a couple spot-up threes, and he will occasionally drive to the rim and either draw a foul, hit a layup, or pass out to someone who's open. And I like that contribution. Never mind what he does on defense. So if that continues to improve, he's going to be a big piece for this team going down the stretch and, and a lot of veterans involved on this team.
0: We will talk more college football playoffs, Buckeyes in the Rose Bowl against Utah. That's coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan.
1: Fan traffic. From
7: the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center.
4: Good afternoon. Some slowdowns to watch out for right now. You are going to find some delays on I-70 downtown split eastbound at 4th Street. Traffic is slow in that area. Please be cautious in the meantime. This traffic report is sponsored by Napa Auto Parts. And now, though, when it comes to serving you, their motor never quits. From next-day delivery to curbside pickup to getting involved with local communities. Get the parts you need when you need them. That's Napa know-how. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic.
0: be prepared with a care plan care heating and cooling call 1-800 cooling or book an appointment online at care when you need a company you can trust
1: just be glad you aren't as stupid as these two. Oh yes this this is common man and tebow the big 10
0: tv toy drive is here and it supports the salvation army's christmas cheer program not every family can provide gifts for their little ones But you can do something about that. Stop by The Fan and 10 TV Studios Thursday between 7 a.m. and 6.30 p.m. Greet 10 TV anchors and fan personalities while you drop off your toys. For more information... What? You're right. For more information, Mm -hmm. visit 971thefan.com. You know what else I have for you today? What do you have today? I have some... WWE Raw tickets to give away today. And we're going to do it in the 4 o'clock hour when you hear this. Oh yeah! Not now. But in the 4 o'clock hour, then you call up Panama Ted, 614-821-9710. And if he says, you've won! Then you've won.
6: Um, Can we find out from Stupid Brad if these are like the seats we had for the pay-per-view that we gave away a few months ago that we didn't know were front row seats until we Brad later knew afterward, because Brad took a couple seats for himself. <laughs> so he knew. Brad tells me the next week, he's like, yeah, those seats were pretty good. I had a fun time at the event. I was like, oh, you, you went? He goes, yeah, a few people didn't pick up their tickets. So I went and I said, oh, that's cool. And he shows me a picture. He's like, yeah, Roman Reigns was right there. And I'm like, but where were these seats? And he's like, oh, they are front row. That would have been nice to been know. It would have nice to know. To let, I don't know if these are, by the way. You might be up in nosebleeds. I'm bleeds. I, have, not. I have no idea where these but are. But we'll, ha- we'll have tickets for you. We'll have regardless. Get you in the building. Price That's is right. right. Free.
0: <laughs> That's right. Uh, Michigan wins the Big Ten. Yay. They'll face Georgia Bluff. in the Orange Bowl. Alabama will face Cincinnati in the Cotton Bowl. Uh, Nick Saban, he was doing his Nick Saban thing, saying, thank all of you idiots for... Counting my team out and saying this is going to be the year that Georgia takes care of business because it motivated his guys. Here's a quote from Nick Saban with a fantastic little line at the end. I think what these guys really wanted to gain was more respect. Not just the fact they were the underdogs because I think we had a tremendous amount of respect for Georgia, their team, and what they accomplished. But you guys gave us a lot of really positive rat poison. Mm. The rat poison that you usually give us is usually fatal, but the rat poison that you put out there this week was yummy.
6: (laughs) Yummy (laughs) rat poison for Nick Saban's guys. For those who don't speak Sabanese and don't quite understand what he's getting to there, it's the fact that... This whole week everyone said George is the better team, George is better, George's defense, George's defense. They will stop Alabama's offense. That was kind of the discussion point obviously all throughout college football and Bama felt like they were slighted and doubted. And so that's what he's saying is that he wishes every week they would tell his team. And he he refers to rat poison as anything that's talking about how Bama's going to win by 50 over this overrated Yeah, it's BS all rat team. poison. If you
0: say Bama's really really good that's, that's rat. Poison. That's rat poison. If you say Bama's not very good, then that's rat poison too. But good rat poison. Good rat. Yummy that doesn't rat poison. Kill you. It kills. I don't know the other rats. I have. Look, no I, idea. I can't stand this guy. You know this, but I also can't understand people that look past Nick Saban. Nick Saban is the greatest coach of all time. That victory on Saturday night was his eighth victory against a number one ranked team.
6: It's, ridi- it's ridiculous. No
0: other coach has done that in the in the polling era, nineteen thirty six on. <laughs>
6: That's and, incredible. And it's,
0: it's 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 so incredible too because most of the time
6: he's got the number one ranked team, well, right? Like it's not as if he's. I know he's not pulling upsets all the time with this. Although the number one ranking usually means there's a little bit of an upset there, right? But I'm saying it's not like he's an unranked team that he's coaching that has plucky underdog syndrome. And they just happen to beat some really number one good teams. This is a situation where whenever a team gets the number one ranking from him, his team finds a way to get back very quickly. And that is, that is truly an amazing accomplishment by him. I I hate to say it. This, this whole college football playoff thing is gross to me now, right? That's why I said I couldn't watch it. I have no one, I have no one to root for, right? So I can't root for Georgia. Also, don't think they're going to do anything, even if they do get back you into a rematch root for Cincinnati. Euro. I guess can I? I? I don't know. I mean, yeah, me and FC Cincinnati get along real well. I love but that's, Cincinnati. That's a Different sport. no, Who but it's cares? the same fans, the same people. It's now, not the same fans. I do feel good for Luke Fickle, and I am I am happy to see Cincinnati get the credit for this. But did you happen to see Herb Street and Bear the Bear, Chris Felica, the no. producer for Game Day? they weren't the only ones doing this, but they were the two primary ones I saw doing it yesterday where after Cincinnati got picked to go into the playoffs, they start hopping to TV and Twitter going like, Oh, what happened to this broken system? It doesn't reward all the group of five teams. I thought the group of five teams always got left out. What happened? And it's like, guys, did you not see that Oklahoma state got destroyed by Baylor? Maybe perhaps if Oklahoma state had destroyed Baylor, we would never know. We would. We might not ever get to find out if Cincinnati is worth the top four ranking. We wouldn't maybe find out because maybe Oklahoma State would have jumped them. But since I Baylor think they would have gotten it
0: anyway. But
6: yes, my your point, point is being, valid. Who else were they going to take? There, the the point here is that Cincinnati. Yes, they held up their end of the bargain, but this idea that it's a fallacy that undefeated group of five teams get overlooked. What are you talking about? Do you guys watch college football? That happens all the time. That is why it was so important and groundbreaking for Cincinnati to make this playoff. Now, we'll find out. Maybe they'll get run by 30. And if they do, then they can hang their hat along with many other teams that have done that, too, in the college football playoffs, including Notre Dame. But that's something that they've earned the right to find out. And that's all I'm looking for here. Good for Cincinnati that they got in. I just don't have any real love for the program other than for Luke Fickle. Final rankings.
0: Alabama 1, Michigan 2, Georgia 3, Cincinnati 4. The Notre Dame was the first team out, at least on paper, at number 5. Buckeyes at 6. Then it's Baylor at 7, Ole Miss 8. Oklahoma State 9, and Sparty finishes off in the top 10. Other Big Ten teams. Iowa
6: is at 15, and that's it. Yeah. That's about. That sounds about right. Um, I <laughs> I saw something that said because uh, you know Cincinnati's going to be taking on Bama in the playoff game in Arlington, Texas at AT and T Stadium at Jerry World. Yes, I saw someone positing the thought of, well, these uh, Northerners from Cincinnati are going to come down to the South in Texas and they're going to get a big heaping help into what real college football is like because they're going to see. Bama fans out in the element and they've been there, done that in Texas football fans. Yeah, they're going to be out too. Not the university of Texas, just fans from Texas. I saw people talking about how poor little Cincinnati with their Northern fan base, isn't going to know what to do in college football South. And I wanted to shake all these people and say, do you not realize who we are sending from this region of the country? We're not sending Northern football fans. We're sending people from Kentucky. Kentucky. There are ideas, I dare say that's further south than Texas, Kentucky, parts of it, depending on where you are. There's a lot of fans from Kentucky who root for Cincinnati, who are going to be going down to this game, and they're going to show you a thing or two about what it means to be from the south. Like, don't, don't even <laughs> give me that. Like, there's going to be some Bama fans that are going to walk away going, my stars, what in the world came down here? Like, you do not know what Cincinnati fans are about to bring on your head. Just watch out down there is all I'm telling you. Those UC fans are crazy.
0: Ryan Day met with the media yesterday. You will hear from the coach. Coming up next, Common Man and T-Bone on the fan.
7: Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heath Services Traffic Center.
4: Good afternoon. An accident to watch out for. You'll find Norton Road, south of Hall Road. There is a crash with injuries in that area. Please be careful over here. Traffic is slow and continues to build. Plan about a 10 to 15 minute backup at this time. This traffic report is sponsored by Audible. Audible is the best place to listen for everything you're into, from comedy and motivation to popular podcasts and best-selling audiobooks. Right now, take advantage of a special holiday offer and save 60% on your first three months. Learn more and sign up at audible.com. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic.
0: Be prepared with a care plan. Care, heating, and cooling. Call 1 800 Cooling or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust.
1: Get in touch with your stupid.
5: If worms had machine guns, then birds wouldn't be scared of them. This is
1: Common Man and T Bone.
0: Common Man and T Bone brought to you by Hinder Motorsports here on The Fan. Ryan Day meeting with the media yesterday. Buckeyes going to the Rose Bowl to
6: play Utah. All right, all right. I mean, it's the Rose Bowl. I'm sure that will get plenty of people excited. It is not me, not yet. No, I I maybe the week of I'll get there. But right now, it's just it's a really bad taste in my mouth. Like the Rose Bowl, whether they like this or not, whether this is what was intended or not, the college football playoffs are what I want to be in. And, and if the Buckeyes aren't in that, any other bowl game is just going to be, eh, that's fine. Even with the Rose Bowl, meaning what it has for many years, the Buckeyes have gone to the Rose Bowl a few times You know, since its heyday. And they've done fine and won it, and that's great. But I, it just doesn't mean the same thing as going to the college football playoffs, having a chance to win a national championship. I don't
0: know why both things can't be true. Nobody respects history more than me. Some say I respect history too much. Where I get pissed off about alternate jerseys and stuff like that. And artificial turf in the shoe. But both things can be true. You can respect the history and tradition of the Rose Bowl. And perhaps, week of, couple days for the game, I'll start getting those juices flowing again. And I'll see packages put together with Keith Jackson's calls on them. And then, yes, I'll be ready for the Rose Bowl. But even if I'm excited for the Rose Bowl on that day... We can all accept that the Rose Bowl, as it currently stands for Ohio State, is a consolation prize. That's what it is. You have a goal every single year. To win the Big Ten, of course, to beat Michigan on the way to winning the Big Ten. You failed. You failed at that this year. We can get caught up on offensive numbers and scoring was at an all-time high for this program. Great. Congratulations. And you get to go to the Rose Bowl. It can also still be a consolation prize.
6: Yeah. I mean, I... You can be the worst team in the Big Ten, and then your last game of the year, like Indiana this year, or whoever. I think Indiana was the worst, if not, they they didn't win a conference game. Okay. But I'm guessing in their last game, there were plenty of fans who said, Well, we sucked this year, but it'd be really nice if we could get one of these and win one of these games, right? No matter how bad your season went. You still want to see your team win in the moment, let alone go into the Rose Bowl. Of course, I want to see the Buckeyes beat Utah. I don't want to have that also to deal with in the offseason that the Ohio State lost to Utah, who, by the way, has a really good running game last I checked, and uh, we'll find out what this defense can do against that. But my, my bigger point is that I am not as excited about that as I would be for the other alternatives and the the expectations we have. So it can be disappointing. And then the day of, I'm going to say, yeah, I hope the Buckeyes obviously get the job done.
0: And you don't want to lose to
6: Utah. That
0: would be embarrassing. But it would be one thing if you're going and playing, I don't know, another big-time name school that you want to beat the crap out of. Right? Sure. You know, if you're playing a hillbilly school, you're playing at USC, find its way into this game, something. Then at least it's, well, we're going to play Rose Bowl, but you're playing USC. Let's go out there and knock them in the teeth. Utah does nothing for me.
6: Yeah, I mean, I don't know why that is. I guess it's just because... I know why that is. Because it's Utah. Because it's... Yeah, but if we, I'm saying like from the last five years of college football, Utah's a much better program than 90% of the named teams in the Pac-12. but my point is
8: you can't pick and
0: choose when you're going to sell me history. I know. If you're going to sell me the history of the Rose Bowl and all this other crap,
6: you can't sell me (laughs) Utah playing in the Rose Bowl. I know. You can sell me USC in the Rose Bowl. Yeah, that's a there's more, I, I agree with you on all that. I'm just saying from the standpoint of it being a good game, there, there is not as much shame using, losing to Utah in the sense no, of they're I, I think a, it will good be a good football game. team. It but may be a close game, too, because who the hell knows who's going to opt out of this game for Ohio State? Well, and that's, that's the other part of it, man. I, I know there are some Buckeye fans that feel differently. I think you're more where I am in that I'm not going to hold it against you. If you have got an NFL future staring you in the face and the only game in between you and that future is the Rose Bowl, sorry, I, I do understand the guys who say, no, nah, I don't want to risk it. I don't want to risk it for I'm I'm going to be a, you know, I, it doesn't a hide, mean a I'm not pick, disappointed, but, but I understand. Yeah, but I, but I also understand the business decision. Right. I mean, I understand I might want certain restaurants to be open till midnight, but if it ain't, it ain't. That's a business decision they made. I got to deal with it. Like, just because I want things to happen doesn't mean that's the reality. Ryan Day talking to the media yesterday.
0: Uh, he talked about how the Michigan loss still stings
3: yeah it's it's tough uh, you know the rivalry game is uh, the rivalry game for a reason and it means a lot to a lot of people so um, when you don't win it there's uh, a tremendous amount of pain and uh, nobody knows that more than the players and the coaches here and um, you know hard to swallow you can't just move on after one day it just doesn't work that way like I said in, in the the post um, post game press conference it's gonna leave a mark and and we knew that and um, it's gonna it's gonna hurt for a while
0: Ryan Day knows that his reputation will be built on beating Michigan, winning that game, and he knows there's work to do. He also, and I'm not going to play the cuts because he didn't really say anything, but he was asked about changing up the defense and the defensive coordinator position in the offseason, and he said, look, I, I don't know. I'm not going to talk about that even if he does know. He's out recruiting, doing all that stuff, but if you doubt that it's still a raw nerve for him First of all, it seems like it's about three months ago, even though it was a week ago, essentially, that no Ohio kidding. State lost to Michigan. But right. you know, he admitted he didn't watch a second
6: of the Big Ten championship game. I couldn't do it. And he well, couldn't. And you do know it. what? It has watching that game has no bearing on anything going forward. No. Nope. Because doesn't matter what Michigan is doing this year or what Iowa in that game didn't do this year. Whatever you're when you play Michigan again. That team's going to be different. Some of those players will not be there. They will possibly be doing slightly different things on offense or defense. You don't need to have any more film from this year in your head on that. You need to focus on whatever's coming up next for you, which, like he said, is recruiting, staff changes, and the bowl game. But on that staff changes front, I know what he's getting. I know what he's saying. Like we have to recruit. That's the number one job. We had a week off here where everybody else, you know, some of our biggest competition. They're busy preparing for championship games. We'd be foolish not to take advantage of the opportunities we have to go get some recruits. But the other part of that is, I really hope we're not sending guys out promising like, yeah, we're going to, can't wait to be back. I'm going to be working on the defense, help you out, help make you better. And then that guy's getting ready to get fired. If that's Kerry Combs or, you know, if it's Matt Barnes or whoever else, I don't know what the answers are there. I don't know what they're going to do, but you know, I, w- I would like to see those answers start coming a little quicker on what's going to happen with this defense. You can't go another year like this with the same kind of No. I don't want to hear it. that you've seen. I don't want to hear about fixing it internally. You tried no, that. that 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 was a failed attempt. So correct the mistake.
3: Here is Ryan Day talking about recruiting last week. Certainly don't want to be uh, on the road that week, but, um, it does allow us more time to get out there and be around some of the families and, and being, uh, two years since we really, um, you know, I've been on the road and these, you know, guys have been on the road. It's, it's hard. Um, you know, it's, it hasn't been easy. So, you know, we're, we're continually working towards, um, you know, building those relationships, getting back into high schools and it's amazing how long it's been. And, um, and so it's good to get back out there and see these people.
0: Ryan Day was asked about the possibilities of players sitting out the Rose Bowl. Here's what he had to say.
3: I don't know. I, I know that they, you know, they have, again, a lot of pride in themselves, a lot of pride in this team, and we put a lot of work in. We've made a lot of progress this year, and so. Uh, you know, to, to finish, it, finish it out that way I know is not how they're going to want to do that but um, you know, we'll have conversations with those guys and try to figure it out on an individual basis. Other
0: coaching moves the last 48 hours or so Mario Cristobal is leaving Oregon, we'll talk about that. Brent Venables finally becomes a head coach, we'll talk about that and a pretty significant transfer at Ohio State, Quinn Ewers and his mullet gone we'll discuss it next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan.
1: Fan traffic
7: from the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center.
4: Good afternoon. Some slowdowns to watch out for. You'll find slow traffic on I-71 northbound between I-70 and Spring Street. And more slowdowns on 71 southbound between 5th Avenue and East Broad Street. Those are going to be five-minute delays. the Report is sponsored by Discover. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover is accepted at 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic.
0: As I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust.
1: Their BMI is higher than their IQ. This is Common Man and T-Bone.
0: Reaction Monday brought to you by Taco Bell. Give me a number. Uh, Let's go with six. Call number six right now. 614-821-9710 gets a $50 gift card to Taco Bell. Mm, because nice. they sponsor Reaction Monday, which is today. Yikes is coming up at 5.30. Uh So coaching things. Oklahoma is hiring Clemson defensive coordinator Brett Venables to be their new head coach. He has been talked about for years. He has been if not the highest-paid coordinator in college sports, definitely in the Mount Rushmore. One of the top two or three. Yeah, he's been making tons of money. Clemson has paid him tons of money to stay there, but Oklahoma was enough to lure him away.
6: Yeah, I can understand that being the type of gig that would get him to do so. I mean, he has had a pick of jobs in the past, but none of them quite appealed to him in the way this one did. Can't blame him for that, really. I mean, he has spent time there... Previously working on their staff, so many years under uh, Bob Stoops. So he gets to now come back and take that program over. I want to say Bob Stoops was in charge of this hiring process too, if I'm not mistaken. Like he has a lot of input still at Oklahoma. That's not why Brett Venables is getting the gig necessarily, but I'm sure that didn't hurt in the whole pitch that they were trying to do with him to say, All right, we want you to come back. Stoops is here vouching for everything, we want you to be here. What do you say? And he said, yes. How many zeros again? They said, oh, those don't worry about those. You'll get plenty of zeros on your check. So he's going, and and good for him. Mario
0: Cristobal is leaving Oregon. He is going to be the new head coach at Miami. He talked about this on Friday after the Pac-12 championship game, and he said, look, I expect people to reach out to me. So far, I've not had any conversations, whether you believe that or not. Uh, He said that he would consider everything. When there was news to report, he would report it. Well, he didn't report this, but we do know that Miami has offered him the job he has accepted. There was apparently a noon deadline today. Noon Eastern time deadline to accept the job.
6: I don't know if that's true or not, but he accepted the job. Well, There's a lot going on with this Miami job because so Manny Diaz had to also be fired for this to happen, which did occur this morning. Um, Miami is According to Manny Navarro, who covers uh, college football for the Athletic, Miami is preparing to throw eight million dollars a year at Mario Cristobal. That's a lot of money. Nine million dollars to buy him out of Oregon. That's a lot of money, and then another seven eight million additionally to buy out Diaz. So you're talking about a lot of money that they are putting up to do it. And Miami has not, despite like years and years ago where people talked about there being a lot of cash around the Miami program and guys possibly, who knows, are they getting paid or what's happening there? That is not from the from the standpoint of does Miami spend this type of money to get a head coach? Over the last 20 years, the answer has been no. They really have not done that. So for them to be stepping up in this way and actually putting out the money to participate in big boy college football now that is interesting and I've, I, apparently some of that has to do with the fact that the school itself said all the money used to be all the money has to come from the athletic department and now the school is saying oh wait never mind we're willing to chip in some money from the school because apparently their their health system that they have built is doing financially really good business for Miami so now they're starting to use some money from the school to pay for the college football coach, if you believe all that from all the reporting that's out there, that is a change from the way Miami has done business over the last 20 years. Does that signal it's going to change everything else on the field? No, because I still have my doubts about Mario Cristobal, well, but we'll find out.
0: That's the thing. I sort of roll my eyes every single year when people want to write stories about how Miami's back or they're on the right path. It's going to take some time to see it. This team's been too bad for too long. And don't give me a season here or a season there where it looks like they're on the right track. It's tough to have sustained success. We said the same thing about Michigan State and Mel Tucker. Good for him that he got himself $95 million. Do you think, are you you convinced that Michigan State is going to be a contender in the Big Ten East every single year? No. I'm not, no. And how can you be? You had one year where you saw something. You don't know if it can be sustained. I will tell you this about Miami, though. I think this is the last time they paid this type
6: of money for a coach because if this doesn't work out, that's done. That program's dead. Right, this uh, what I'm saying is a lot of a lot of the boosters in that community even said we're willing to fund other projects, you know, around campus. We'll help build new facilities, we'll help build different buildings, not just with the athletic program but in general, and that is what led the Miami Brain Trust to say, "All right, let's start spending money like big-time college football athletics." will that work with Mario Cristobal? Because there have been plenty of schools that have spent that type of money and failed. See Kansas and Charlie Weiss. If you're looking for, you know, older examples and there's more recent ones too, just spending the money alone doesn't fix your problem. You have to get the right person. And obviously he's got a history there with that school. So you would think if anyone's going to get it, it's him. But said the same thing about Scott Frost in Nebraska. And so far that has not panned out the way Nebraska thought it would. Maybe Miami's journey will be different.
0: Ole Miss is giving Lane Kiffin a new deal in the seven and a half million dollar range, so he's going to be entering his third season at Ole Miss, and he's going to be on contract number three because <laughs> he got the, <laughs> he got the initial contract. Yeah, he got another extension last off season. Now he's got one this this offseason. Is this just
6: a formality where every year they have to extend him? Every year, because people are going to talk about him for other jobs, so then Ole Miss is going to come to the table with some more cash. Well, Like we said, I'm sure a lot of coaches around college football, and Lane Kiffin's one of them, who are going to say, hold on, how much is Michigan State paying for a head coach? How much is Penn State paying for a head coach? How much is USC paying for a head coach? Well, then, if that's what's the going rate for those schools, I feel like we're not that far off here at Ole Miss. And you could argue... They've been better than most of those schools, right? Ole Miss, over the last couple years, has been a a tough program. So he's got something to do with that. I can understand him saying, I want to get paid more, too. Ryan Day dealing
0: with a transfer. Quinn Ewers, five-star, biggest recruit in the history of Ohio State, according to some metrics. He is out after one season. That was quick. He reclassified to 2021 because he wanted to get the endorsement money. He could not make it in Texas.
6: He couldn't make it in high school. I mean, I'm sure he could make it in Texas, but yeah. They, now they he can, because he's out of him, high school. Right. The High School Athletic Association wouldn't let him play and take endorsement money.
0: Yes, so he comes here and makes money, according to reports. Now, I don't know if it's a million dollars, like some people want to speculate. I'm guessing it's not. But you he know, got himself a big monster truck to drive around from We're Dealing, and... Hey.
6: This is, this is kombucha was that the, the it other? was kombucha kombucha yes kombucha fortunes was what yeah uh, so look, he was trying to live off i'm sure
0: of. he made some money this
6: uh this move surprises me it's it, ryan day said it surprised him too yeah i mean i have a lot of thoughts on it but i'll i'll quickly say this i don't fault anybody for trying to find the best place for them to go succeed he for whatever reason did not feel like it was going to work out here decided to go elsewhere did expectations change on his part? Did he maybe have unrealistic expectations through no fault necessarily of the coaching staff at Ohio state, but maybe he just thought I'm going to get on campus and I'm going to show everybody that I'm not any, you know, I'm, I'm the backup. I'm not even going to be the third guy on the depth chart. And that was not the reality. There's no way you can come in two weeks before the season starts and learn the playbook, take over as the primary backup. That's just unrealistic. But you know, now he's going to have to go out and try to win a job next year somewhere else. because Otherwise, if you could win the job in two years at wherever you're going, then just stay at Ohio State. Well, that's that's the thing. Try to win the job then. is You
0: know, this this next year is going to be really, really important for Quinn Ewers. We'll talk more about this. We'll talk about the Bengals collapsing yesterday and the rest of the NFL schedule coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic.
7: From the
4: Logan AC and Heath Services Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident on I-71 northbound before Spring Street emergency crews are on scene in this area. Please be very careful over here. Traffic is slow for I-70 and still continues to build. Plan on some heavy backups as things continue to clear. This report is sponsored by AutoZone. Starting stronger starts at AutoZone, where they've got battery solutions in the form of free battery testing, free battery charging, and replacement batteries that fit your needs. That's what makes them America's number one battery destination. Get in the zone, AutoZone. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic.
0: As I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com.
1: When you need a company you can trust. Stupid impressions and bad math. This is Common Man and T-Bone.
0: Some sad news today, Bone. Oh, what's that? Kentucky Derby winner Medina Spirit died today. After a workout, three year old Colt Bob Baffert, notable trainer, was uh, his guy. And he was working out today, died of a heart attack. Well, they think it's a heart attack, but they're going to send it for a horse autopsy now.
6: Yeah, well, as opposed to a human autopsy, that's good, given it's a horse.
0: <laughs> well, I am just saying, it's probably it's an autopsy, probably yes. different people well, they- <laughs> performing it. You know the Reels channel has that autopsy show. They have yet to have yes. a horse on that show. I, I think I they aware. should. Yeah, but I got uh, it. three years old. You know, it's it's obviously sad for the horse, I guess, and because I don't know how old
6: horses live to be, but I'm guessing not, older not three. than three. <laughs> three is they don't put three years old is what they put them in the Kentucky Derby. So that's. Like, they wouldn't send it as like, well, here's the last thing you're going to do, Bill, before you pass on to the great pasture beyond. You're going to go run in the Kentucky Well, Derby. I'm,
0: I'm sure the uh, the owners of these horses, they're they're very sad because they probably get to know the horse on a personal why, level. Why
6: else are they sad?
0: Well, because they pay
6: a lot of money, so yeah. this horse can release its sperm out there and sire other horses. They, they probably pe- spent a pretty penny to get this horse and, to begin with, and then, yes, they were hoping to recoup when, some of that investment. When the horse investment. is done racing, then you yeah. stud the horse out and you
0: make some big cash.
6: Now, I'm sure that, again, I'm not a veterinarian. Thank I'm you. Guessing, Thank you for telling us. I'm guessing there's going to be some questions around Bob Baffert and whatever, you know, different things he was giving this horse. Well, I mean, that, the horse tested positive for something it wasn't supposed to have. Remember? Yes, but didn't Baffert say it was something? I cannot remember. He said it was like, oh, there's a... He almost did like a Barry Bonds cream in the clear thing. Like, I don't remember exactly what it was, but there was something where he said, oh, we're giving the horse this and a doozle. Turns out there's this thing that greatly benefits horse anatomy when it comes to building muscle and speed. So I didn't, I, me, the legendary trainer, I had no idea what was in this horse stuff. I gave this horse whoopsie. You can believe that, or you can believe that maybe he was cheating, which I know is very harsh to say either way. If it's not giving- when he has a history of cheating. Bob if, Baffert he, does. Right. So if you're giving this horse something, horse if you're giving this horse something and then the horse dies in an in a way that's not exactly normal, could it be that the horse just was going to die either way? Possibly. But there are going to be some more questions about Bob Baffert. Maybe the horse think. was murdered. Horse murder? Maybe somebody from a rival stable came in. Oh,
0: sure. Gave him a secret injection. And then Keith Morrison
6: from Dateline <laughs> shows up. Oh, I, for a second I thought another horse did this. I'm like,
1: no, be, not
2: another horse, like, That'd be difficult bone. for the horse to realistic. <laughs>
6: oh. How's the horse gonna get his little? Come on, I mean, it's not little. there's giant uh, hoof around that. It's like a giant work. hofer. How's he going get it around the syringe? Is what I'm saying. He's, you know, I when I got my COVID vaccine, there was no horse thing. there like, oh hello, come to Mr. Ed Pharmacy again? Did you? Hi, Bone.
0: Uh, Quinn Ewers transferring out after one season. He was not here long. Hopefully he made some money for himself, but uh, he's a Texas guy, and apparently he's looking at Texas schools. Here's why this doesn't make a ton of sense for me. He's got to have a pretty clear idea that he can transfer to Texas or Texas Tech. What was the other school they were talking about with him? Texas A&M. Texas A&M, and play right away next year because you know I, I think he was on pace to take over for CJ after next season. CJ's going to be the starter. He's not losing that job. I can certainly see Quinn Ewers performing well enough to pass up Kyle McCord on that depth chart, and then Kyle has to figure out what he wants to do, if he's going to stick around or if he's going to transfer. And then the year after that, and CJ goes away, it's Quinn Ewers time. So you sit for another year, you get ready, you play for a year. If you're fantastic, then you go right to the league. Or you can come back and Keep playing for Ohio State. But now, let's say he goes to Texas Tech, transfers there, and doesn't win the starting job. Well, then questions are going to be asked, well, why not? Yeah, what He was happened? at Ohio State for five minutes. He went down to Texas Tech, tried to win the starting job there, couldn't do it. There is a chance he goes on and he becomes a star, and he lives up to the five-star billing. There's also a chance that he turns into Tate Martell. And I, I don't say that as some sort of, you know, smirk on Tate Martell, but let's let's be real about what happened to his career.
6: Yeah. It wasn't I, good. It was not good at all. I, I wonder this too. I mean, there's there's so many things to take apart from, you know, big time athlete getting enough name, image, and likeness money that he decides to reclassify. Now, to be clear, reclassifying people I remember people freaking out about this when it happened with Quinn Ewers this summer. And yeah, it happened kind of quick, right? But Let's not forget that we literally just last night watched the Ohio State basketball team, men's basketball team, take on Penn State. Michi Johnson is playing well for the Buckeyes, hit some big shots in that game. He did the same thing, not for name, image, and likeness, but because he wanted to go play a year early. So he got his coursework done, reclassified, and last year, all last year should have been his senior year of basketball in high school. Instead, he was a freshman at Ohio State. So it's not unheard of for players to do this. It is a little unheard of for the number one recruit in most college football classes to then say, I'm going to two weeks before the season change my mind. And it's all because of kombucha money. Like that is a little bit unheard of, but what stinks for him, or I guess what stinks about this whole situation is now his expectations. I think have been unfairly altered either by him, by people around him, by the fact that you have a million dollars staring you in the face. Did he really
0: think he could walk
6: in here in mid-August and win the job? I would think not. Did he think he was going to play last year? But I wonder if there was a thought of like, well, next year when I come in as a true freshman, I think I can compete for that job. Even if C.J. Stroud is there and entrenched, I think I can come in and show them something that at least gets me to be the really, really good backup that everybody wants to see. And then, if something happens in the season, I'll get my chance. I think what became clear to him when he got to Ohio State is no, you are not the number two guy, and you're not the number three guy this year. Like, I think he got here and realized you're so far behind, there was no spring ball. You jumped in the middle of fall camp. That's just really hard to pick up everything you have to learn as a quarterback and then make an impact in games in that season that you came here. Now, I thought. If he had realistic expectations, then he'd come here, realize this is just all bonus. Nothing that's happening now is going to get me on the field this year, but it's all bonus for next year. And next year I'll come in, in the spring, I'll compete to be the backup to CJ, and then that'll be my year where I'm the backup and I'm ready to go. I'm getting a ton of reps. I am really getting to see what I can do. And then his third year on campus and he's ready to go. He's ready to go cuz CJ probably goes to the league next year. And then you go from there. Apparently that was not his expectation or or not his understanding. I don't really know the ins and outs of how this occurred, but I wonder this, Mike, what would have happened if high school football in Texas had just said, "Yeah, it's cool. You can take kombucha money." Or if he had said, "I don't I don't care. I'll leave the million dollars. I'll I'll get it next year. I don't I'm not worried about it." What if he had just stayed and played high school football this year? I bet he wonders that too. If he'd stayed, won a state championship or something, and then enrolls in January like the plan was, think about it too. All the guys he was recruited with, they didn't join him. So all these guys that he's probably developed some relationships with and said, "Yeah, we're going to go to Ohio yeah, State. We're going to be coming great. on
0: campus this year." There,
6: there'd be twenty guys coming in with him as freshmen that he could look at and say, "Yeah, we're all in this class together. We've been talking for a while." He had none of that. He got here and I'm not I'm not saying woe is him. That was his choice. But I think all that combined and then the harsh reality that Ryan Day is literally saying, I got three guys ahead of you, pal. Like I I'm not gonna spend a lot of one on one time with a guy who should be a senior in high school. I'm glad you're here. Please learn and be a sponge. But I can't spend you know two hours a day with you. And, You're in and the work middle of this. the season,
0: right? It's impossible. Got much bigger priorities at that point. I, I find it hard to believe that any sort of playing time was promised to him. He probably wanted right. to take the cash, which I don't blame him. I wonder if this is also a cautionary tale for some of these businesses that gave him the cash. I wonder if from now on they'll say, "Well, we got no problem with name, image, and likeness, and giving people money," but. We want to make sure they're going to be in the community for more than five minutes before we start handing out some cash. Well,
6: you know, I saw somebody on Twitter who was saying like the, the, forgetting the name, image, and likeness thing, but that I guess falls into this too. I saw somebody saying that Quinn Ewers abused the donation of his scholarship or whatever. And that's just, that's BS. Like abuse the donation of a scholarship. the scholarship. The people who, because you know, every scholarship has donations behind it that support it. Still to this day, if you go to the Ohio State, I think it's over at the at the shot. They have like a wall that says, "Here are the people who donate all the money for the scholarships for the football team, for the basketball team every year." And and someone making the case that Quinn Ewers should be forced to stay here for two years to pay that, like that's so that's stupid. not the, that's not the rule. No, and and. <laughs> he got a scholarship to come here and be a part of the team so he was he got out there for a couple snaps he got to learn the goal there is for him to be a backup and eventually be a starter on this team but you don't just walk in and start day one especially not when there's already so many guys ahead of you but i, I the the money thing from the name image and likeness the investment those people made I guess your investment is you're a lot of a lot of people that do that are, are big fans right I, I would assume you know you give him a truck to drive. You're a big fan of Ohio State, you know? Rick Riker and that, that group over there, they wanted him to be a part of the c- community. They gave him a truck to drive. They think that was of value to them. He decided he didn't want to stay here. I'm sure they're getting the truck back. But beyond that, I don't I don't know how much that's a waste or if it's just that's what we do. You, and the you'd next, have to the next talk time to their marketing person. I, point, I don't know. But my point is that's all something that each individual business is making for reasons other than just dollars and cents. Right there's a there's a there's a feeling of being a part of the team of of having a hand in helping this and all that other stuff and I don't pretend to know how much everybody values that but all I'm making the point here is sure everyone hoped Ryan Day hoped that Quinn Ewers is going to be here for more than four months so it didn't work out for anybody I, I'm guaranteeing you Ryan Day would not have spent all the resources recruiting Quinn Ewers. If he knew this is how it was going to end. So everyone in this deal, and Quinn Ewers probably wouldn't have come here if he thought in four months, I'm not going to want to be here. No one planned on this happening this way. I wonder uh, I wonder if the, the timing works out
0: where the, what's the crew recruits name? The commitment coming in from Utah. Oh, the I four forget. star guy I've, from last I've been in my head week. calling him Johnny Utah, but that's it's not, not Johnny Utah. <laughs> that's not right. But I forget his name. Ryan Day secured a quarterback commit for the 2022 class uh, four-star guy out of Utah last week. Who is it? Joe Jermaine's guy. Devin Brown. Devin Brown, right. Devin Brown.
6: Was he threatened by Devin Brown coming in? I don't know about that. There's been stories, uh, reports saying that he thought there was not going to be anybody recruited in next year's class other than him. But, Why? You reclassified. Well, that was the promise back when he was... All right, in this, in that that's, class, that's but. reasonable, but once you reclassify to 2021,
0: Ryan Day's just not supposed to have another quarterback in the room? Sure. Jack Miller
6: just transferred out, and who the hell knows what Kyle McCord's going to do? Well, I'm, and I'm quite sure Kyle McCord said, I didn't think anybody else was going to be recruited in my class either, but here you are. Yes, you reclassified you to my class. Into his, so what, what I'm getting at is this. Was it a mistake for Quinn Ewers to, to do this? I don't, I can't tell anybody it was a mistake. He <laughs> supposedly got somewhere in the neighborhood of a million dollars. I don't know how much of that is real. Uh, Let, let's we'll say, see. let's say it was a third of that. All right, we'll see. It's a lot of money, right? I it, That was probably worth it to get that money, but do you want to throw away your whole career if you screw this decision up? If I were him, I'm not saying this is a Buckeye fan, I would stay put for at least a couple years to decide if it's working out or not. I don't think this four months is any way to determine if your career at Ohio State is working out or not. Bengals
0: and NFL things coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan.
1: Fan
7: traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center.
4: Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident still blocking the right lane of I-71 northbound before Spring Street. Traffic is bumper to bumper from I-70 in this area. There are emergency crews on scene trying to get things cleaned up. Please be very careful over here in the meantime. This report is sponsored by Taco Bell. Daydreaming about the cheesy gordita crunch craving box. The box that has a cheesy gordita crunch, a BP5 layer burrito, chips and nacho cheese sauce and a medium drink. Stop daydreaming and get to Taco Bell to pick one up today. And participating in U.S. Taco Bell locations for a limited time. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic.
0: Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust.
1: Extra large. Extra stupid. This is Man and Bone.
0: Let me tell you about my friends at Columbus Men's Clinic. They have successfully treated thousands of men in Columbus. Let's talk about ED erectile dysfunction it can affect your outlook on life cause depression and much more they have an expert staff and if you're like a lot of men you could be having sex the day after your appointment a treatment plan could involve a variety of treatments to have you performing like you haven't in years a lot of guys take pills Sometimes they don't work or give you unwanted side effects. Go see my guys at Columbus Men's Clinic. They're going to get the right treatment for you. 614 300 Visit them online, columbusmensclinic.com. Bengals yesterday, losing to the Chargers, 41-22. to Fell behind by 24 points. And it was a comedy of errors where you have players making mistakes, you've got your head coach looking stupid, and a delay of day- game penalties after timeouts, Zach Taylor
6: looking totally confused. That one was heartbreaking for Bengals fans in multiple ways, and heartbreaking, the word I was trying to say, uh, because they, at least to me, watching from the outside in, you got down by such a big margin early in that game, and I could understand Bengals fans who said, oh, well, today's not our day, it's just one of those things, it happens in the NFL sometimes. We'll regroup next week. But the Bengals didn't pack it in. They fought back in that game and had I oh, thought I was a lot convinced of they were going to
0: win it. I thought they were going to win it and I'm I'm still convinced that if Joe Mixon doesn't fumble that football, they're down by 2 points. They are driving down the field. They're going to put more points on the board. Chargers defense is offering little resistance. Joe Mixon puts the ball on the carpet, which is terrible. And then you get the world's worst bounce. Where oh, it goes yeah. right into the hands of a defender, run it in for a touchdown. And I think as devastating as that was, I think it was the next drive. The Bengals drive all the way down the field, and then Joe Burrow throws a red zone
6: pick. It just it was not meant to be. Yeah, it, it really wasn't. But prior to, so it, heartbreaking on multiple levels, but it looked like it was going to be a blowout from the start. And then it ended up kind of getting out of hand at the end. But the reality of that game is, you're right. Zach Taylor shows yet again, he is just completely out of his depth as a head coach. How many times did you see the Bengals players looking over to the sidelines with a body language that screamed, what the hell are you doing? countless times. What is going on? I mean, Joe Burrow did it multiple times, but Joe Joe Mixon did it. Like everyone, they're looking over going, what is the, especially on that delay of game where they come out of a timeout and then can't get the play in and then have to end up taking, that was where they ended up getting a penalty, backing up to kick an extra point instead of going for the two-point conversion, and then miss the extra point. Just a calamity of errors there. But you could see the players. It was in their eyes like, we know we're better than this. And yes, sure, later on you had your own mistakes that happened on the field, but the ones happening from the sideline, that's not excusable. You're going to make mistakes as players. It's the heat of the moment. You pay the coaches to be clear, calm, and thoughtful as all of this crap is going on around you. And not have things happen like this. But clearly the players looking over there, at least to me, signals they've got the same questions a lot of the fans do. What is going on in the sideline with this head coach? And
0: it was brutal because the Ravens lose yesterday. It was prime opportunity to pick up some ground on the Ravens. Could not do it. Steelers beat the Ravens. They stay alive again. They give you a little bit of hope. The Steelers do. There was a report before the game yesterday saying that Ben Roethlisberger is playing his last season in Pittsburgh. Also, water wet. That was well, that was a be, nice
6: victory yesterday. Let's not confuse what it was, though. Oh yeah, of course. And if the Ravens decide to go for two there, or not well, to go went, for two, I'm for saying two. to not go for two, but to just kick the extra point, and go to overtime. Harbaugh said after the game, it was because his corners are all ouchy, and he just didn't have any faith in his defense, more or less. So, well, right. even
0: on that two point conversion, I mean, you get you get penetration. They're in Lamar's face,
6: but if he makes a better throw. Yeah. You win that game. It's yeah, I'm just saying you're right. There's no reason to look at this and say Big Ben is back somehow. Like, no, no. He's not back. But what would be newsworthy is if he acknowledges this is my last year. And we haven't actually seen that officially right after the game he said really nothing. No, he didn't say anything, but yeah. you know, take that out of the equation.
0: What you've done you had a chance to put the nail in the coffin of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. And now they're just hanging around, they're 6-5-1, and one. and have you have you looked at the playoff picture?
6: Oh, of course. I mean, they're, they're, they're there, they, they're, they can still everyone, make the playoffs. Everyone in the AFC North is still in it from a record standpoint. We can argue about their validity as candidates or how good their team is playing right now, but everyone in the AFC North is still very much in the playoff hunt. Elsewhere, Kyler Murray returned yesterday, didn't have to do much
0: to beat the Bears, Lions got their first victory of the season, beating the Vikings. I am a fan of Mike Zimmer. I've been a fan of Mike Zimmer over the years. He should have been fired right after that game. Yeah, I mean, it's a brutal way to lose. it's It's not just you lose to the Lions. That's bad enough. First of all, I think you have a talented team and a talented defense that is healthy now and still is not living up to expectations. But the way they let the Lions just move right down the field at the end of that game and i know what they're trying to do they're saying we're going to protect the end zone so you can take all the 15 yard pass plays you want that's fine to a point you then gave the lions opportunities from their own 10 yard line right to cash in and win the game pathetic defense baltimore ravens get crapped on sometimes And it burned them against Andy Dalton and the Bears before they had their own little miracle comeback. But they will go all out. They will not play safe defense. They will blitz the quarterback like it's the second quarter, even when there's a minute and a half left to go in the fourth quarter, when most teams would be giving you a 25-yard cushion. The Ravens are not going to do that. I think there's a happy medium
6: between letting the offense do anything they want and blitzing everyone and playing cover zero, right? You can, you can bring eight guys and lose that way, or you can drop eleven guys. Is what it kind of felt like on that last drive. They got no pressure. No, the Lions nothing. did, or the Vikings did. Sorry, on the Lions, and that's just that's inexcusable from a guy who you know made his living as a defensive coach, right? I mean, he's this a is, defensive coach who was known for bringing pressure. Yeah, so I don't understand how that happens and how you go from it's one thing to have been but not break. But you can't bend and then also break on the final drive of the game. That's not excusable. So Lions get their first victory of the season. Everybody wanted to avoid that, man. I can't imagine how those Vikings players must feel now. They're the ones that ended up letting the Lions get their victory. I I have to imagine every team that played them was like, no, just not us. We don't care when they get their win. Just not against us. Dolphins beat
0: the Giants. Dolphins have won five in a row. Do not be fooled by it. They are not any good. Look at the teams that they beat. No one impresses you. But yeah, I they're mean, beating it, the teams on the
6: schedule, I guess. Well, like you said, though, I mean, this is a team in a conference that is everyone's kind of hanging around five hundred. Yes. So if you keep they're, hanging, they're hanging around, around. five hundred, you can go make the playoffs. It's just, I, I, I'm with you that I don't think even if they were to somehow miraculously find their way in. I can't see them beating anybody of consequence because they. you're right. They really aren't doing that right now. Washington's still hanging around. They beat the Raiders.
0: Raiders lose another brutal home game where they're a 500 team now. What the hell are they? I have no idea. Seahawks rose from the dead to beat the 49ers. 49ers, 500.
6: Seahawks are still dead. They're not doing anything. No, that but, mattered for Seahawks yes. fans to just get one over on your rivals? That's fine. And the Chiefs took care of Denver. Denver's 500. What are they? Yeah, exactly. I, I but I don't I didn't think Denver was anything. I thought it was shocking that their records no, were similar. Hanging around. I know. I all I know is this. I flipped on that game last night and saw the Sorensen pick six like right as I flipped it on after I got done watching Buckeye basketball and said, Okay, well, that's that's what I needed to see there. That was a tremendous play by him, but a lucky bounce that worked out in the Chiefs' favor. Joe Burrow hurt again. We'll discuss it next. Common man and T Bone on the fan. Fan
7: traffic from the Logan AC and heat services traffic center.
4: Good afternoon. You'll find that earlier accident has cleared from I-71 Northbound before spring street. All lanes have reopened, but emergency crews remain on scene and traffic is still slow in that area. Plan on some residual delays. This traffic report is sponsored by Napa auto parts and Napa. When it comes to serving you, their motor never quits from next day delivery to curbside pickup to getting involved with local communities. Get the parts you need when you need them. That's Napa know-how on the NRA with fan traffic.
2: And sweaty. Don't be like kumquat and beaver Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaver can trust.
1: Prepare your non-beef jerky insides for what's about to happen to them. This is Common
6: Man and T-Bone bone yes man i've got something for you what do you got for me
1: oh yeah
0: oh if you're listening earlier you know what that means call the number six right now do you spell what man is cooking gets a pair of tickets to wwe monday night raw on monday february 28th at nationwide arena for tickets and more information go to ticketmaster.com i saw something just now that surprised the hell out of me okay so new Buckeye basketball ranking, not Buckeye but AP yeah, rankings yeah. came out. Buckeye's at number 21. They're back in the rankings, had a nice week, beat Duke, beat Penn State. They're back there at 21. For the first time in school history, and that's what surprised me, Purdue is number one in the AP poll.
6: They've never no, been number one? I
0: would have bet money sure. that those Gene Katie teams in the 80s hit number one, but no, they got as high as number two a couple seasons in the 80s, but they've never been number one. That surprised me.
6: Well, that that does, because I think that the, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong, but I would think the Jeff Goodmans of the world in college basketball who think jobs like Maryland are bigger jobs than Ohio State, don't you think if you were doing a ranking, like, there would be a lot of people who would say, oh, the Purdue job is a bigger basketball job than the Ohio State basketball job and I would disagree with that but I can understand why people would at least maybe have that opinion depending on where you grew up and what kind of basketball you watch and all that stuff whatever we can disagree on it but I would have thought that because I would have assumed Purdue has achieved that ranking many a time but no they have not
0: they have not there is another school in the Big Ten so by the way Purdue has been in the AP poll for 379 weeks without being ranked number 1. All right? Wow. It was 379 weeks,
6: not consecutively. No, of no, no, course. I know, but I'm just saying that's a that's There's yeah, a that's big like 10 7 team. years straight of every week being ranked that if we ranked them every week. There yeah. is a big
0: 10 team that has been ranked in the AP poll for 434 weeks but has never achieved number 1. Can you guess that Big Ten team. Minnesota. It's Maryland. Oh, Maryland?
2: Maryland
6: has never been what? number
2: one in the AP
6: poll. What?
2: Isn't that nuts?
6: What? Yes. I had the same reaction. The basketball school of basketball schools They've has been never ranked number been one. Number one. Ever. You know, and and like, that's so bizarre, man. Because I, I have been, over the last few months, I've been reading a basketball book about Muggsy Bogues' high school basketball team, which it's called The Boys of Dunbar. Go look it up. It's a great book. It's about that area of the country, though, like Baltimore and, yeah. and around that area. Like, There's just a ton of good basketball that came out of that region. And how I'm sure nobody took him seriously because he was 5'3". Oh, three. yeah. But no one did take him seriously. But part of that story, though, is there were other guys. David Wingate was on his high school basketball team, played in the NBA for many years. Reggie Lewis was on his basketball team. So there were some really talented guys that played on this team. And Maryland was a huge recruiter of all this talent, and in this book, all they ever talk about is, "Oh yeah, Maryland basketball, the big Maryland basketball yes. program." Like, rightfully so. This is the late seventies, early eighties, right? So they're this. This is Maryland heyday of basketball, right? Up until oh, I mean, that's that's at least the formational part of it, and they had a great run for twenty plus years after that. So I'm. I'm floored that at no point in any of that, did they get ranked number one? Never. Shocked the hell out of me. This feels like Frank Thomas's home run total. I got to be honest with you. Like something's... People don't remember that. I remember it. You remember I, it. I know. <laughs> and then you know exactly what I meant. That's the only reason I said it was for you.
0: Can you believe that Frank Thomas only had 132 home runs? It's crazy. I thought it was more than that. He needs more of
6: that new genetics, <laughs> But doesn't that feel... I years ago screwed up that there was a Frank Thomas who played for the Reds. Like, got yes, the home there run was another Frank long. Thomas. And I was like, that doesn't make sense. And it's like, because it's not that Frank Thomas. This this feels like that. Like, you're going to find out. Actually, this is field hockey.
8: Yeah, and they won the national title in 2002. But I guess that doesn't count that uh, they didn't get it during the regular season. So Must not. Because yeah. they,
6: well, they don't have to rank you. Yeah. It's not At, like college football champion. where you have to have yes. the rankings. Because... Well, you just played a tournament and you won it. So there you go. Yeah, that's (laughs) That's right. It doesn't make any
0: sense. There is no postseason AP in college basketball. That's
6: unbelievable.
0: Uh, Joe Burrow dislocated his pinky in his throwing hand yesterday in the first quarter. He was strip sacked, hurt himself. Cameras showed him throwing the ball on the sidelines, grimacing in pain. He tried to put a glove on, tried to tape it up. He ultimately just said hell with all of that and went out there and played the rest of the game. So here's what he said after the game about the pinky. Just something I'm going to have to deal with. I am not going to miss any games because of it unless it somehow gets worse, which I can't imagine it's going to. I am going to play next week.
6: Again, we talked about this with Baker Mayfield. Admire the toughness. That's all well and good. But let's be clear on this. If you can't do the things that you're required to as quarterback to I play think the he's, position he's effectively. Okay. Well, he looked like in most of the game, yeah. right? I mean, he yes, he threw a pick that you know, was as they were driving for a touchdown, but the reality is he still looked pretty good doing it. So, it's not about to me, can you play through an injury or not, although that is cool if you can and that shows a lot of grit and toughness. But if you play through the injury and you're ineffective, or you play through the injury and you're great and it doesn't even look like you're hurt, I care more about you being able to get the job done. I really don't care how injured you are. What what is your statement about don't tell me about the pain? That's not
0: my statement. That was a
6: Chris Spielman special. Oh, a Spielman don't tell special. me about the
0: pain, just show me the baby. There you go. That's it. I say that to my wife sometimes. She does not like it.
6: <laughs> can you imagine? Her not liking that. She does statement. not like it. I can And then can she holds up our daughter and says, Here's the baby.
2: <laughs> Try pushing this out.
0: Uh, We've been talking about college football playoff expansion forever. We thought it was going to be done fairly quickly because the people in charge of these things were speaking how
6: it was going to be done fairly quickly. And now another speed bump has been hit. Yeah, Bob Bowlesby, the Big 12 commissioner, said that the uh, college football playoff expanding by the 2024 season is in some jeopardy. Uh, So part of this is the fact that they cannot decide on exactly who should be voting on the system that they're going to go to, right? So George Klievkoff, who is the new PAC-12 commissioner, had some comments where he said, you know, they have an 11-person committee right now recommending and voting on what's going to be the next playoff structure. Well, he's saying, "Why, why do we need 11 people? Why can't it just be the... Group of the Power Five conference people, why can't we choose it? And then the group of five people just have to get on board with that or not, but we'll make the system and everybody else can figure it out. Meanwhile, then there are other people on this committee saying, no, we got to all figured out. We ought to keep it the way we do it. So they're arguing about the process of the vote, let alone what is actually yeah. going to be the system. Right. So it could it be this? Now, I don't know. No one is saying this in this committee, but... Bob Bullsby's on it. Bob Bullsby, no likey, Greg Sankey, no. and everybody else involved with the SEC that got Oklahoma and Texas to leave the Big 12. Those schools are leaving in part because they were promised, we're going to get to 12 teams, no problem, don't even worry about it. Could it be that Bob Bullsby and maybe George Klievkov and others who kind of don't like the fact that the SEC is doing this could be saying, Let's make this as middling and stupid as possible. I think that's exactly what it is. To tick off Oklahoma and te- to punish Oklahoma and Texas and the SEC. They're not going to get their way easy. If we end up giving them their way at all, it's going to take a few more years. And I think you, I, I think Gene's involved in this too. Of course he is. Yeah. I think
0: Gene, I think that's where some of these, I don't know if we can play home site playoff game comments come I'm sure into play it because all has something to do I with think it. they're dragging their feet and
6: trying to be unnecessarily difficult. So, what happens if they don't vote on this? Well, they are saying now that by twenty twenty six, like the agreement runs out in twenty twenty six. You know, Bob Bowles, we said we don't have a playoffs after that. There is no anything we can come up with whatever system we want to at that point. And and they're kind of thro- floating that out and saying maybe that's just what we should do. Just let this expire naturally. Get through the next you know four years or so with that, and then we'll come up with a new system between now and then. But we're going to take our time and just let this percolate. Meanwhile, the SEC is going, oh, Texas and Oklahoma, you guys are still good, right? You're coming in 2024. And they're like, well, I hold on now. Everyone is starting to kind of grind these gears to a halt. And I feel like that's in response to what happened with the SEC.
0: Bone, we have a lot of bowl games. I have a complete list of the bowl schedule for the 2021 season. We're going to go through each and every game you want score prediction do you well, want the yeah, line give me or whatever you want money line i, mean, or or the I have a, spread? a list here we can discuss anything okay. you want coming up next common man and t-bone on the fan fan traffic
7: from the logan ac and heat services traffic center
4: Good afternoon. Watch out for a disabled vehicle blocking the right center lane of I-70 westbound after Miller. Plan on some heavy backups over here. This is a disabled garbage truck. ODOT crews are on scene trying to get things cleaned up, but plan on some heavy backups in the meantime. This traffic report is sponsored by Audible. Audible is the best place to listen for everything you're into, from comedy and motivation to popular podcasts and best-selling audiobooks. Right now, take advantage of a special holiday offer and save 60% on your first three months. Learn more and sign up at audible.com. I'm Leanna Rae with fan traffic.
2: and sweaty. Don't be like Quad and beaver queef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company beaver queef can trust.
1: Dumb. Very dumb. This is Man and Bone.
0: It is Reaction Monday brought to you by Taco Bell. All right. Bowl schedule has been set. Okay. More bowl games this year than ever. I have a complete list of all the bowl games. I am going to name them for you, and we're going to play some word association. You tell me the first thing that pops into your head when I read you the bowl name. Okay. Don't think. Just
6: go. I'm going to do my best with this. All right. Bahamas Bowl. Hot. I don't know why I think hot. That's just what I thought. I don't know. Mine is Popeye's chicken. Okay, why? Because Popeye's was the first
0: sponsor of the Bahamas Bowl. I don't think they are anymore,
6: but they were. All right. Uh, The Cure Bowl. Don't know what it is. Um, Question mark. That's not a word. There you go. That's good. This this music plays the entire game. Yeah, I like that. The Cure is fine. Have Um, any of the players...
0: It's Coastal Carolina against Northern Illinois. Do any of those guys
6: know the cure? Why did you say that like it would matter what schools they're from? The answer is going to be no. All right. Boca Raton Bowl. Mmm.
0: Boring. That's what I think. Old lady driving a Cadillac. Okay. New Mexico Bowl. Also hot. But I don't.
6: But I don't also, even, dust. Snow, right. snowy
0: there in New Mexico. What mountainous? Oh, yeah. It's, I said dust. Santa, Santa Fe's high elevations. Okay. They have cold winters. All right. I, see, I don't know my New Mexico
6: geography. Green very chili well. Cheeseburger for me. Oh. Independence Bowl. Uh, where is it? That's what. That's the first thing I come to. Where is Independence Bowl? Is it Birmingham? Is that right? I always thought that was Shreveport, but oh. I could be wrong. Anyway, George Washington. You know what? Oh, I thought this, this, it's maybe it's the South. That's It's just somewhere in the South. We don't need to know where. It's just in the South. Lending tree bowl. Mm. No thoughts on lending tree bowl? It's a very boring thought. It's it's a dustbin that's going on in my head right now. Just empty. That's it? Um. Uh, uh, corporate. That's what I think. Right. Stuffy. L.A. Bowl. Keanu Reeves. I don't know why. I was thinking more like yeah, like paparazzi. That's the first thing I think Oregon of. State and Utah State. I don't think there's <laughs> going to be any paparazzi at that game. Hey, you know who's going to be there? Who's that? The coach with the dumbest name in college football, Jonathan Smith. What that's, an idiot that is. That's right. Why would you ever hire someone like that to do anything? New Orleans Bowl. Harry Connick
0: Jr. Yeah, party. I think fun. Beads and boobies is what Teddy said in my yeah, ear. He did say that. Oh, I, I love I beads him. and boobies. That's what he said. Myrtle Beach Bowl.
6: My parents. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's
7: they, right. They Let's have the timeshare
6: at Myrtle Beach. Um, I think of, uh, I don't know. Like I think of what would it be like to play a complete bowl game on the beach? And the answer is they're not going to do that, but I wish they would. That would be way more fun to watch. Old Dominion and Tulsa for yeah. that one. Why are you interested in that? No one is outside of those two schools. Put it on the beach. Let's go. Idaho Potato Bowl. Mm. Potatoes. I think of the O'Boise Chips. Remember those? No. No. Oh, Boise's are oh, boisterous. I don't remember remember that at all. Oh, look that. Do you remember those Ted? Oh, Boise. I do. I remember that jingle. I want to say it was like at the same time, the Tato skins kind of thing was coming out from Keebler. I I remember the Tato skins. They were similar, but they were like real puffy chips. Mm -hmm. Like every one of them was real flaky and yeah, they were good. All right. Frisco bowl. Frisco melt. I I was going to, yes, I'd think of the sandwich more than I think of anything else. Armed Forces Bowl. That's self-explanatory, yeah, of right? Of course, military. Frisco Football Classic. So there's, a, there's a Frisco Bowl, Hang on. They, and there's these, a Frisco Football Classic. Are these both being played in the... Where Where are these? These are being played in Frisco, Texas? I don't have the locations for this. Well, because that that's where, like, I know the FC Dallas plays in Frisco, both Texas. Both of these games are in Texas. Okay. Or, are, are they yes. playing at the... Like, they're playing at a soccer stadium. I don't know. Is that what they're doing? Gasparilla Bowl. I always think of sarsaparilla, not whatever gasparilla is. So I think of, like, root beer, sudsy, icy, frosty mug. That's what I think. Hawaii Bowl. Uh, Expensive. That's what I think. Expensive. (laughs) I was going to go, like, you know, hula. (laughs) (laughs) You're just like, ah, expensive. Expensive, long flight. Yeah. Uh, Camellia? Is that right? Camilla? Camilla? c a
0: m e l l i a Camilla? Camilla bowl
6: isn't she who is that Camilla married to Bulls, right no huh no what's her no uh who's uh prince yeah camilla yeah is is camilla yeah yeah all right that's who we're thinking of All right.
2: hey oh, i forgot my <laughs> daughter in law's name hello <laughs>
6: I wanted to say the queen. That's how I really I've think I've got of. to go
2: to Camilla Bowles' I didn't house. mean that I think
6: Camilla's going to be the queen someday. I just meant, I think of the queen mother, or the queen being the mother-in-law of her. That's what I think. Quick Lane Bowl. Oh. I think of bowling. Oil, I, I
0: think of oil changes. Right, I think
6: of bowling. Okay.
0: Military Bowl. Self-explanatory. Same thing.
6: Yeah, military. Birmingham Bowl. I think of Paul Feinbaum. Paul Feinbaum! Is That's he in Birmingham? He used to be. I don't know if that's still where he does his show, but he used to be on WJOX in Birmingham for many years.
0: First Responder Bowl. Well, I got a whole other page. I don't have time.
6: We're running out. I know. I'm out of of time. I know this is great for ratings, just naming bowls. First Responder Bowl. I think of the viral video clip of the person saying ambulance wrong, where they just say ambulance. I've never seen that. Yes.
0: All right. I got a whole other page. That's what I think of. Should we just blow off traffic and...
6: Maybe Leanna can tell you about these bowls. They're in traffic. Hey, if you've got Motor City Bowl, I think a five-minute delay. I, I do Leanna have motors. Right. Where is Motor City Bowl? It's somewhere it's, here. Well, it's in Detroit. Oh, but you say- rid of wait, it? Oh, maybe it's gone. Maybe it's got gone. A, maybe it's got a sponsor now. Motor City wasn't exactly a sponsor. That was just where it is. No, I know, but I don't see it on here. Mm. going. I guarantee you they're playing a bowl game in Detroit. Guaranteed. I don't know what it's called. I don't either. I'm sure we may have already said it. The Little Caesar's
8: Pizza Bowl, I believe. Well, that would make sense. Where's that one? Or is it dead too? I think that's that's actually dead.
6: Oh well, there you
0: go. Yeah, I don't see it on here.
6: Cool, good times. Maybe Leanna's going to go to the Cheez It Bowl. Cheez It. That's Rimmer's bowl, actually. That's Cheez It. Cheez It, like a bowl of Cheez Its. I know, but Rimmer likes to use that as an you know pejorative when he's like excited and he needs to run out of a building. Mm -hmm. Cheez It. The uh, if Quick, miss- Lane, Quick Lane Bowl is in Detroit. Oh, that's in Detroit. Yeah, the Quick
8: Lane Bowl is in Detroit. So, we who's, did who's his-
0: playing in that one?
8: That is Nevada no. and Western
0: Michigan. 11 a.m. on December 27th. Leanna, I expect to see you there. <laughs> she won't be I there. want to see her in the crowd. She will not be there. If you've missed anything from the first two hours of the program, we got you covered with the rundown coming up. Common
7: Man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center.
4: It's not within three blocks of my home. Watch out for a disabled vehicle blocking the two right lanes of I-70 Westbound after Miller. Plan on some heavy backups in this area. This is a disabled garbage truck with dot crews on scene. Traffic is stop and go and still continues to build. This traffic report is sponsored by Wendy's Breakfast Biscuit Sandwich, just $1. Wendy's knows a better breakfast with a better biscuit. That's why you can get a hot and buttery Wendy's Breakfast Biscuit with bacon or sausage, fresh cracked egg, and cheese for just $1. Get your Wendy's Buck Biscuit Sandwich today, limited time only, at participating U.S. Wendy's. I'm the NRA with fan traffic.
1: getting fatter and angrier by the minute this is common man and t-bone i don't know who keeps
0: changing the settings on the computer in here but i'm getting like little
6: jingles when i get emails and stuff like that how do i turn this crap off go to settings and go to the volume button see the volume thing just why is it on because some, someone was listening to audio well, on your computer, You know what? I that guess.
0: should be disabled on this computer. We're running a radio station
6: here. What the hell are we doing? <laughs> We're apparently listening to audio on our computer during the break. I don't know who's doing that.
0: I, know, also, I know who's doing we
6: it. We also come in here every week. I don't know who's doing this either, but our TVs have direct TV, everything. We got cable and satellite and whatever. We got, all the nudie channels you want. We got Everything's on here. And yet... You go to change the channels, whenever we come in here, and one of the TVs just doesn't change the channel. And we figured out, oh, that's because someone keeps taking it off of the complete cable box that is there. The satellite. And satellite putting it box. on antenna. And they put it on antenna. So you can watch whatever, the local, like Channel 10, but it's just on Channel 10. I want
0: to watch Channel 10 sub-channel that has the monsters on 24 hours a day.
6: <laughs> Good show. Munsters.
0: It, it is. I was always a Mus, Munsters guy. Oh, I was, over I was Adams not an, family? I was
6: not an Adam's family guy. I mean, these shows weren't on when you and I were born, but yes, in their reruns, that's where we well, went. Yeah, it was but much I, more I, I, I would come home from school and these were the shows that were on. See, now here's, this is to show you how you can still marry someone different than you and have success. My wife is completely in on Adam's family, knows nothing of the Munsters. I was a Munsters kid, and yet here we are, 16 years later, three kids, we're doing fine. So see, you can be different and still stay married. That's my encouragement. It's going to come back to bite you in the ass at some point. And in the divorce court, it'll be like, he always brought up the monsters. I mean, Gra- Grandpa Munster is one of the most underrated television characters of all time. Fantastic. And I'll be sitting there screaming like, I don't care about Wednesday Adams. Who needs her? <laughs> Who needs her? Rundown, Would you have more to say on this? I was just going to say Gomez is creepy, but go ahead, that's fine right, ahead Rundown,
1: edit Common Man and T-Bones, The Rundown The
7: Rundown Sponsored by Krieger Ford Visit them online at KriegerFord.com Home of the Krieger Commitment Best cars, best people Peace of mind
0: Alright, who do we think is turning the volume up on this computer? Um, I'm
6: going to I'm guess I'm going to say it's Chops You think
0: it's Chops? Yeah, because he does weekend stuff in here
6: Yeah, I'm trying to think who sits first chair though. Doesn't chops sit chops? No, chops does. Um, Teddy, who's your pick?
8: Who's changing the volume? I'm just going to agree with you. So (laughs) let's go chops. Why don't you put your headphones on a little slower next time? I was thinking.
6: Wow! (laughs) Call out the speed of the headphones.
8: Slow motion. It's because I'm thinking. I don't know who to sell out because. You know, Rothman probably didn't do it. Rothman no. doesn't know how to do anything. Yeah, yeah and that Tim, I know Timmy it.
6: didn't do it because he just told me he didn't do it. So you don't think it could have been anybody on Bishop and Lord and I just do you? Could have been Ch- one of them. Well, Never know. Could have been either of those guys. Who knows? I'm going to say probably not. Okay.
0: Maybe Beamer in the morning. Beamer. I can see Beamer <laughs> yeah, doing it. Yeah.
6: Beamer could have done it. Beamer. I'm, you know
0: what? Beamer's my Isn't choice. Is not Scotty
6: now. Vegas coming in here on the weekends too? Maybe it was him. Maybe he's yeah. turning
0: stuff up over there. That could be. Yeah. I blame stupid Brad. Sticker Brad Stupid Brad Uh, Jackets beat the Sharks last night Found their sea legs Halfway through the game Uh, First part of that game Not pleasant Looked like what we've seen recently Jackets Not getting out of their own zone Making mistakes in front of the net Putting unnecessary pressure on Whoever's between the pipes that night But To their credit Last night they fought back They played like they gave a damn Down the stretch And they come away with a nice 6-4 victory
6: yeah, they did, and and seeing the young talent still being able to to find some goals, that's important to me. Um, I will say this though, like being in the building, I got to go last night. It was a lot of fun. Hadn't gone to a Jackets game yet this year. Shame on me. But one thing I noticed with Elvis, man, there was there was more than one time where the Sharks kind of got in his face. One especially where they were just right there in the crease and probably could have got an interference call. And it was not while there was a puck being fired at him. But after that, he then turns and looks to the refs and is kind of like jawing at them while the play is still going on. And then the puck cycles around, stays in the zone in the de- jackets defensive end. And I don't know, 20 seconds later he gets beat on kind of a nothing shot that maybe took a deflection in front of the net, which happens, but I don't know that. That, I get the passion. I get the frustration. Here's what I'd like to see out of the Jackets. When your goaltender is fired up and mad about something, do something about it. I wish somebody would have come up to that player and just like, you know, take a dumb penalty or something if you have to, but at least get in his face and say you're not going to mess with our goaltender. I did not like that, and that led to a goal. It was a discombobulated little moment There's not enough of those guys on this team. I know, and they're not not going to be there right now. I'm
0: not saying we need the goon squad because the game has evolved past that level. But you do need some guys to step in there and mix it up and get physically intimidating with somebody well, else. You
6: know what the 2021 version of that is? Like, everyone on the ice the next stoppage of play zooms up on that guy. Well, Boone and, is that guy, but right, you Boone can't be that guy all the time. Yeah, I know. I'm saying that you could see the frustration a little bit. Elvis was getting frustrated last night in part because... His guys weren't getting the puck out in front of him. And then the refs were letting a few things go in front of the net. Teams are going to key in on that. So that was a great win. I'm not trying to take away from that at all. I thought it was a good win last night. But it's just one of those signs of this team defensively. That's, I think, one of the problems that this team has right now is frustrating their own goaltender and then not doing enough to kind of stick up for him when other teams do that. Jackets in
0: Toronto tomorrow night. Leafs playing very good hockey. Of course, catch all that right here on The Fan. Buckeye hoops start up the Big Ten schedule with a victory over Penn State last night. Outside shooting was working. You brought up that EJ had a very slow start and Penn State pretty much said, We're gonna
6: we're gonna guard EJ and we're gonna dare you to shoot from the outside. The Buckeyes did just that. Yeah, they did. And that's good. Take what the defense gives you. Usually, you know, we've we've had this question all year. You know EJ Liddell is gonna get his, but Who else is going to step up night in, night out and make those other shots? Who's the secondary scorer? Can we say right now that there is a definitive second scorer on this team consistently? No, I think we'll get there eventually with, you know, Kyle Young had a night last night and he's capable of doing that from time to time, either with scoring the basketball or not playing good defense, rebounding, all those things. But yeah, I think the fact that it's a little by committee right now is okay. Eventually, though, in the Big Ten, when you get a lot of these tougher road games like they had last night, you are going to have to find someone, I think, who night in, night out, you can say, he and EJ have to be guarded really tough. And then that's going to open things up even more for your you know third and fourth options.
0: I am not going to minimize that victory last night. I know that Penn State's not very good, but State College has been Chris Holtman's house of horrors. It has. But they went on the road. They got the victory last night. Michigan wins the Big Ten. Yay. Big Ten pride. That's what I've been told by some people. So Michigan will face Georgia in the Orange Bowl. Alabama will face Cincinnati in the Cotton Bowl. Buckeyes will play Consolation Prize Rose Bowl. Sorry if that pisses you off, but that's what it is against Utah. Buckeyes finishing sixth in the final playoff rankings. And Quinn Ewers, highest rated recruit ever. In Ohio State history, was it is it him or Terrell Pryor? Uh, Which I one is it? I,
6: I want to say Justin Fields also, but not he. Yeah, didn't but he come wasn't directly a recruit, in. though. Right, he's a he transfer. transferred in. But anyway, yeah, it it's among those three. Right. Quinn
0: Ewers out after one season. He has entered the portal. He reclassified into twenty twenty one. Because he wanted to get some name, image, and likeness money. I suppose he did that while he was here. Some people say it was a million dollars. I don't buy that it was a million, but I'm sure it was
6: quite a few, quite a few dollars. It was something. He, right, it he, wasn't $10. I don't think he would have reclassified and done everything the way he did if it was just on a whim. It must have been a decent amount of money to make him think about doing that.
0: I am surprised that he is moving on. I don't know what his expectation was if he thought he was going to get some playing time last year. But, you know, he came into the program in the middle of August I mean there was no way he was going to see any playing time last year and CJ was playing well and Ryan Day said it was taking him a while to learn the offense and fit in seemingly he did that I mean at last that that's those are the reports we got down yeah. the stretch is that he was making improvement and next year certainly wasn't going to be his time either but I would think the year after that, he'd be in line to play. and I think he was in line to even pass Cal McCord as the backup quarterback on this year's roster. But if his expectation was to play right away,
6: that's a little unreasonable. And that's why he's going someplace else. Yeah, it is. I will just add this, though. We didn't talk about this much uh, earlier in the show. But never forget that recruiting in college football and college basketball in 2021, in all college athletics, but those are the ones we mostly follow Recruiting does not end until that player is either out of eligibility or they have left for pro sports, right? Or their career is ended by injury, something like that. You are recruiting all the time, which is why I sometimes I know why Ohio State does it. I understand there's this culture around it. A lot of people pay attention to it and follow it. I don't pay attention to the boom tweets. The boom tweets are nice. Uh, Here's what I want to know at the end of a recruiting cycle for football, basketball, whatever. Where is the class ranked? What needs have you filled? Did you get guys, if you're thin at running back, did you get a couple running backs? Did you get on the defensive line if you need reinforcements? Did you get those? And overall, is the class like a top five class? For Ohio State, that's the expectation. That's what I care about. But I I do not get as worked up about, oh man, they signed this guy. He's going to do great. I've been doing that since Justin Zwick. Right? We've we've been here talking about recruiting rankings and numbers and probably even before that, that's just what I remember. Justin Zwick came in and he was going to Change college football, right? That was the thing. Ron Paulus years ago was going to win two Eisman trophies or three or whatever it was, Bino Cook said. I am not as up on every single individual player in recruiting because this can happen. Or, or injuries can happen. Or a guy can just suck and not be as good as we thought. All that can happen. But if you get 20 guys who are all four and five stars, a few of them are going to show up and be good. And that's what I'm looking forward to
1: run rundown.
0: rundown. All right, I'm about to test your knowledge of the show with this next tease. Are you ready? Oh, boy. The Pole Assassin is being sued for being careless with her monkey. Details next. <laughs> Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan
7: traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center.
4: Good evening. Watch out for an accident blocking the left lane of I-70 Eastbound before US-33. Traffic is stop and go from Miller and Building in this area. There are police and emergency crews on scene. Please be very careful. Keep an eye out for those crews. strip traffic report is sponsored by Smart Mouth, the only 24-hour mouthwash with twice daily use. Opening back up, you check the news, you check with your friends, you check your mask. But wait, did you check your breath? It's Smart Mouth, the only mouthwash that provides 24 hours of fresh breath with just two rinses a day. Find SmartMouth in the mouthwash aisle at Dollar General or get 20% off at smartmouth.com slash radio. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic.
0: Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust.
1: Barely famous, incredibly stupid. This is Common Man and T-Bone.
0: The segment that's not a segment, yikes, is coming up at 534. Uh, A couple has sued Texas assistant football coach Jeff Banks and his girlfriend, Danielle Thomas, a.k.a. The Pole Assassin. Mm -hmm. She is uh, an adult dancer. And that's the name she goes by, saying Thomas's monkey bit their child in the backyard of Banks' house on Halloween night. Now we brought you this story before. Uh, apparently they were had like a little haunted house at the house, and neighbor kids were invited into the house, which I think is creepy if you don't know the people, but kid wanders in,
6: comes across a pet monkey, as you do. Monkey bit the kid. Which, by the way, would be the most terrifying Halloween experience you could have, which is come into this scary house and then an actual live animal bites you and hurts you. According to the lawsuit, the child,
0: identified as Cece, I'm going to say it's CC Sabathia, hmm. was trick-or-treating with two friends on Halloween, was invited to attend a haunted house. The lawsuit says that after completing the haunted house, the child and his friends were taken to a monkey that Thomas kept in the backyard. According to the complaint the child was told the monkey was trained to give high fives. But instead of giving a high five, pole assassin's monkey aggressively bit down on CeCe's hand oh. and refused to let go. CC was forced to manually pry the monkey's jaw open. There was so much blood that CC was unable to see the full extent of the injury. The child's hand was treated by a physician who lived nearby The lawsuit says the doctor and another neighbor went to Paul Assassin's house to discuss the incident. The doctor told Paul Assassin that a report would have to be filed with the health department and that additional information on the monkey's vaccination status would be appreciated so that an appropriate course of treatment for CC could be decided. According to the lawsuit, instead of just instead of showing any semblance of care for the injured child, pole assassin was instead worried about the risk of her monkey being taken away.
6: Oh Lord!
0: She said that the she said to the physician the monkey had bitten her before and
6: that she was fine, implying
0: oh. the monkey therefore did oh. not
6: have rabies. Listen, I you know maybe pole assassin it doesn't. I don't know if she has kids or whatever, but. The worst thing you can say to parents of a child who has been injured in any way, shape or form is to say, oh, I had that happen to me and it was fine. Like that's not going to work. That number one is a bad or it's a bad faith argument. But also that is not something you say when your animal that you are in charge of hurt someone else's child. That is not the way you handle that response to go, well, he bites me all the time. And it's fine. Yeah, but it's not fine now because the little kid and he's bleeding all over the place and a doctor had to treat him and they don't know what your monkey has or does not have. Monkey's fine. Monkey got his booster shot. No COVID. What if Paul Assassin, and this would come as a complete shock, is also anti-monkey vaccination? (laughs) Like she is anti-regular vaccination and also like not getting the monkey its shots at all. Maybe she's anti all that. So this goes back
0: to, you know, Texas assistant football coach Jeff Banks, he is on the Longhorn staff. He is involved in this lawsuit because he lives at this house, too. Uh, Jeff Banks was married with a family and then left his family to be with this stripper, Pole Assassin, who appeared back in the day on the Jerry Springer show as
6: Pole Assassin with the monkey. (laughs) (laughs) So if you're wondering, like, who is this person? You can actually go watch video of her. Mm -hmm. You can indeed. I'm um, now being it was the Jerry Springer show, I'm quite sure they didn't ask her to do any like pole dancing with the monkey. I'm, oh wait, no, I'm told that actually all of that is there. You can see all well, that yeah I mean
0: that's there. what you train the monkey to do.
6: I know, but I'm saying like Jerry Springer, it's a show on the middle of the day. What's he going to do? Oh, oh yes, come on, bring a stripper on and do pole dancing. All right, that's what he's going to do.
8: Would you like to touch my monkey?
6: Presbyterian head football coach Kevin Kelly.
0: Famous for his unique approach that includes never punting and often opting for onside kicks, announced he was leaving the school in a statement on Twitter Saturday. Mm. Now he was a, a longtime high school football coach. Yeah, in Arkansas, I in, say. in, in uh, Pulaski Academy, Little Rock, Arkansas, he won nine state titles for his offensive that's strategy. Pretty, that's pretty good. That's fine. You know what his offensive strategy is? You have no strategy. You just well, no, you, it's you, a strategy. Okay, but I'm just saying, you, you go for it every single time. You never punt. No matter the situation, you can be on your own two-yard line. Doesn't matter. I guess you're right. That is a principle as opposed to a strategy. Exactly right. That's yeah, right. That's fair. Uh, won his first
6: two games this season at Presbyterian. Lost the next nine. Well, in the next nine are the ones he played against actual Division I opponents, which is what Presbyterian is in Division I. Uh, the schools they beat were in the NAIA. So, step down from, I think they're all Division three, but anyway, just saying, when they played like people on their level, lost every game.
0: Uh, he said, I've decided to leave Presbyterian College to pursue other football interests. I am proud that we were number one in the country in passing and number three in the country in total offense at a school without scholarships. First of all, I'm sure he's going back to high school football where he can just recruit 12 year olds with mustaches i don't know why they're 12 cuz i have forgotten my mind what the age of high school players are for a second eh, probably like 13 i think is 14 where you start I, to get in high school I, don't know, I forget anyway i love how he says well, I, i'm proud of this offense at a school without scholarships you you knew that when you took the job right yeah i mean that it's not like you started at the job and they said oh yeah by the way they're all walk ons We don't have any scholarships here. You knew that when you took the job. You played your first two games against lesser competition. Congratulations, you managed to win them. Your next nine, you played against equal competition. Also schools, by the way, on that list that don't offer scholarships that went out and beat you. Because it's almost like it's not one size fits all.
6: Yeah, I think that's what gets lost in this discussion where you know analytics is brought up with this guy because... Well, the analytics tell you it's better to go for it more often than you think it is, right? The analytics tell you, hey, even if you are near midfield, go for it anyway on fourth and four because it's going to work out more in your favor if you do that as opposed to punting. And if you watch on Saturday and Sunday, you see that. You right. see guys going for it much more. But the issue is there's still, and this is the same discussion we have with analytics when it comes to Major League Baseball decisions that are made sometimes up in the, you know, up in the luxury boxes, not in the dugout. There's a there's time and place for analytics. I'm not against analytics. I don't think they're bad. I think it's a great tool to have. But there's also reading the game, understanding where you're at, no matter what sport it is, and saying, yes, I know this guy is likely. For example, if you have a great three-point shooter on your team and you know percentage-wise he's like 52% from three-pointer, that would be great. That's ridiculously good. But if in the game you're playing he is 0 for 11 you might want to take that into consideration, and if they're if the other team is keying on that guy, you don't just well, we're going to give it to him anyway and try to have him hit a three pointer over a double team. Like you don't do that, and you'd also maybe don't punt or or never punt. Occasionally, you should. Occasionally, you should not onside kick every single time. Fourth and twenty five on your own six, maybe punt.
0: Yeah, there's times <laughs> maybe, where it's okay to maybe admit. have
6: some nuance involved. Right there. now, we're going to let someone else kick this ball out of here and start over on defense the segment that's not a segment yikes
0: is coming up next common man and t-bone on the fan
1: fan traffic
7: from the logan ac and heat services traffic center
4: Good evening. Watch out for an accident blocking the left lane of I-70 Eastbound before US-33. Traffic is still stop and go from Miller in this area. Police and emergency crews are on scene. Please be very careful over here. Plan about a 10- to 15-minute backup. Traffic Report is sponsored by Audible. Audible is the best place to listen for everything you're into, from comedy and motivation to popular podcasts and best-selling audiobooks. Right now, take advantage of a special holiday offer and save 60% on your first three months. Learn more and sign up at audible.com. am the NRA with fan traffic.
1: like a sports drink but for that part of you that's thirsty for fart jokes back to
0: man and bone tonight on the fan it's the buckeye show at six o'clock then at 7 30 it's monday night football patriots at the bills big one tonight catch all the action right here on the fan are you ready for yikes i am I'm take you on a journey today it's okay. not always going to be pleasant okay <laughs> cultivate care farm is a very special place that raises animals who serve as mental health companions for children and adolescents sounds like a peaceful place 73 year old volunteer kim taylor thought so too that's why she spent her time there tending to the sheep things did not go well on saturday morning though when she was rammed repeatedly by one of the sheep and died yikes Uh, The news story I read said they were still determining what to do with the sheep. Now, normally, I'm team animal. If someone gets bitten by a shark, as tragic as that is, you're in the shark's domain. You assume the risk. But considering these animals are being used as therapy companions for children, I think that's a pretty
6: easy decision. Mutton, anyone? Yikes. Or, I mean, you know... Let the, let the lamb go free out in the wilderness and let it's nature a, take its course. I mean, see what happens over there. It's a sheep, not a lamb. Well, oh, whatever. Okay. I'm grown, it's, grown lamb. I don't I'm think sorry. the lamb is headbutting someone to death. You've never been around a lamb, apparently. They're very violent. That's what, that's what lambs are known for, Mike. Uh, my first yikes <laughs> does not involve death, so it hopefully it'll be better than that. Uh, Dabo Swinney was asked about the money in college football said, is it turning the sport into a, a bad place? Is it, is is it got college football at a good point or not? He said, uh, no, college football is not in a good place for a lot of reasons. There's a lot of change going on. I think some unintended consequences with that. End of the day, we'll figure it out as we move forward for sure. There's a lot of things in college football right now that I think we'll look back on in four or five years, and hopefully things will settle down a bit. Now, he didn't directly say the money is the problem, but... Sounds like he's kind of pointing at that, and his defensive coordinator, Brent Venables, is leaving because of money. Dabo, you make $8.5 million a year. If you are mad about the money in college football, please stop complaining. You benefit from it. If you don't like it, turn your checks back in. Otherwise, yikes. All right, Alabama, they were a 6.5-point
8: underdog to Georgia on Saturday, and of course, Bama won that game 41-24. to 24. Since 2008, Nick Saban has been an underdog only six times in 193 games. Alabama has won five of those games outright. Never bet against Saban. Yikes.
0: Things have not gone well for Urban and the Jags. They're 2-10, and but perhaps more concerning, Trevor Lawrence is not getting any better. He had three touchdown passes week one against the Texans. Since then, he's had six in 11 games. Yikes. He hasn't had a game with more than one touchdown since that week one matchup. His QBR number is 33.8. The only quarterbacks with a worst number are Jared Goff, Davis Mills, Justin Fields, sadly, and Zach Wilson. And his completion percentage of 58% is the worst out of all qualifiers. Yikes. Yikes. Also with Urban, he's lost five games once in his career. That was 2010 at Florida. He's now doubled that with
6: five games left to play. Yikes. Uh, So I've been taking my middle daughter, Ava, to the local YMCA on Sundays. They have an open gym. It's usually never crowded. And Ava wants to learn how to play basketball. So I thought I would give her some tips. We would shoot around. So we've done that the last few weeks without incident. It's been fine. Pretty empty gym. I show up yesterday right after the gym opened. There are these weird little nets set up all over the basketball court. Again, I want to emphasize the phrase there, basketball court. Apparently, there's a bunch of people who play pickleball in Marysville, and they had scheduled, apparently, to use the court for pickleball. Just It wasn't actually on any physical schedule, Mike, but I guess I was supposed to know this inherently. You know who plays pickleball? Who plays pickleball? Dom Tiberi. I'm sure he does. Oh, I love pickleball. The the well and, and good good for good for Dom good for anybody who wants to play it. It's a fine game, but my kid can't go to scholarship land on a pickleball scholarship. I got to teach her how to play basketball. Let's go get the basketball court clear of pickleball. Go to a pickleball court. Yikes! All
8: right, I was punishing myself by watching some of the Big Ten championship game this weekend, and the TV cameras showed the Colts Ring of Honor names around Lucas Oil Stadium. They focused in on Jim Harbaugh's name, who apparently is in the Colts' ring of honor. How does that even happen? He played four seasons for the Colts and went 20-26 and 26 as a starter. But hey, his name is alongside Hall of Famers like Peyton Manning, Eric Dickerson, Marvin Harrison, Tony Dungy, Edgerrin James, and Marshall Falk.
6: Yikes! What are you doing, Colts? Went to the AFC Championship game, though, Teddy. Oh, let's put up oh, some lost banners. It, lost oh, to the Steelers. Yeah. Hey, did Mark Sanchez go to two AFC Championship games for the yeah. Jets? Well, ring of maybe, honor. Maybe yeah. he's in the
0: Jets ring of honor. Ring of honor. Uh, people are stupid. This is a real question from an advice column on USA Today. You ready? I'm ready. I am a 39-year-old female. My boyfriend is 33-year-old male. We have been together for five years. There are a few things I can't handle and a voice my opinion on, but I get called crazy or just get ignored. Communication for us has been minimal for the past two years or so. He's still married to his ex. While he has promised a divorce, he refuses to get one now unless I pay for it. (laughs) What? He and I are intimate three times a month and only when he wants to. He doesn't compliment or acknowledge any of my social media posts or things that I send directly to him, like racy pictures. What has recently made me upset, and this is my last straw, is that he decided he wanted to take time off for his birthday. I'm not mad he wants to go and do something alone for his birthday. I'm more upset he didn't ask if I was doing anything for him, which I always do, and didn't ask if I wanted to go. I'm mad that he can take time off for his own birthday, but I can't take time off for my birthday or our anniversary. The past two years, he's done nothing for both my birthday or anniversary. Am I wrong for being mad? (laughs) You're not wrong.
6: You're just stupid. Oh
5: yikes that's not good.
6: Well, uh my final yikes is going to go to all of you who said you want Michigan to be good for the rivalry. How do you feel about that now? Yikes. All right. The Lions, they snapped
8: a lot of losing streaks by beating the Vikings yesterday. They snapped a 15 game winless streak, a nine game home losing streak, and Jared Goff's 12 game winless streak and starts, which was the longest by a quarterback drafted number one overall in the common
6: draft era. Yikes. Jim Harbaugh, Ring of Honor. <laughs> silly. Come on. That is, I agree with you, Ted. It is silly. What's
0: more ridiculous? Jim Harbaugh being in the Colts Ring of Honor, mm-hmm. or the Cavs
6: retiring Big Z's number? Oh, Jim Harbaugh by far. Big Z means a lot to a lot of the people up there. That's what I know. Is that what you know? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, a lot of people love Zydrunas That's That's fine. Is it worthy of a Jersey yes. retirement? Yeah. I don't think Jim Harbaugh is. Four years? Get out of here. Loser. Almost went to the Super Bowl. Almost. That's great. He, this, is, is that the horseshoe ring of honor that they're giving him out there? The hand grenades ring of honor? No. It's a football ring of honor. He's just like Peyton Manning. That's all I know. All right? Name, names are up there. Both yep. names he's are up, up there. Right. They're, they're yep. right? not next yep. to each other, but they're on the same ring.
0: Back page coming up. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan.
1: Fan traffic.
7: From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center.
4: Good evening. You'll find that earlier disabled vehicle has been cleared from I-70 westbound after Miller. That disabled garbage truck has been cleared out of the roadway, but traffic is still slow as it recovers over there. traffic report is sponsored by Audible. Audible is the best place to listen for everything you're into, from comedy and motivation to popular podcasts and best-selling audiobooks. Right now, take advantage of a special holiday offer and save 60% off your first three months. Learn more and sign up at audible.com. Leanna Ray with fan traffic.
2: And sweaty. Don't be like kumquat and beaver queef Call my friends at K Heating and Cooling. K Heating and Cooling. Call one eight hundred cooling or book an appointment online at kheatingandcooling dot When you need a company, bevaqueef can trust.
0: Buckeye Show coming up at the top of the hour. The fine host of the Buckeye Show, your friend and mine. Timmy Hall. Oh, you guys. Fresh new
5: haircut. Man today. bone. Timmy Hall. That's oh, right. Wow. You
0: were wearing a sweater today. What happened to your sweater? You took it off? I did take it off. It was getting a little warm in that. It, it and was hair. a uh, it was a beautiful sweater. It's what I like to call a read-me-a-book mm-hmm. sweater. You Shall look,
5: I post a picture? I, I think, think you, you, should. you should. post, post yeah. a picture. But yeah. it was a
0: very nice sweater. And then a then shout-out to my
5: mom. You told me that your mom made you this sweater. I... It's a work of art. This is this is no BS. I my mom amazes me. She's an she's an amazing woman, and the things that she has picked up in life that have really nothing to do with her job, her career, her profession. She just she tinkers. She likes to figure things out, and as far as like making things, she's incredible. Like she she designs clothes and now makes them apparently, and I. I want to encourage her to actually do something with this because she'll retire in a couple years and she lives in Virginia. Make some of these sweaters for your friends. I will
0: be her first customer. You'll you'll do
5: that, huh? Yes. I want her to make me a sweater. I want Mrs. Hall's sweaters. I was just warning you, I think because what she made me was made out of Icelandic sheep's wool. I think the price is going to have to be somewhere in the neighborhood of $500. I will pay it. For the work that's put in. That's fine. Well,
6: here's the thing. That's amazing. For people who are not picturing this, like you may have an idea. You may say, "Oh yeah, I know someone in my family who like knitted a sweater or a pair of gloves or mittens or whatever."
5: Oh, there's others out there.
6: Yeah, 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 yeah. It, but what I'm that's, what I'm that's great. What I'm getting to is this is not like. Oh, yeah, my mom makes all my clothes at home, and then you see the clothes, and you're like, ah, yeah. these are not good. Like, this looks like something you would see at a high-end yeah. real th- retailer. This does look like something that
5: would be hundreds of dollars in the store. And she unless,
0: taught herself to do taught this, Taught herself this, huh? how to do this. Unless Unless you're, you're
5: Dom, though, then you make fun of it, and he was offering me money, and then was talking about his beaver sweater. Are you kidding me? Dom was making fun of that sweater? Oh, yeah. Why was he making fun of the sweater? It's a beautiful sweater. Because people were saying nice things about it. So so then we 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 couldn't let that He had to go oppo taco. Yeah, we had to do it. (laughs) Hey, I got a sweater made out of beavers. (laughs) That's exactly how it sounded. To a T. Good stuff. No, my, uh, my mom made my sister one for Christmas the year before. Then I was up in the hopper. It takes her a while to do this, but again, she's learned. She learned this from nothing. That's a that's must I'm, be nice to have incredible. a mom
0: that's useful.
5: <laughs> I say to my mom, must be well, nice that's... to have a brain that can understand things like this. I can't believe she didn't take like a class. No, she just taught herself to do it. She has she has since like after she picked it up, joined some clubs and things like that, where it has been able to. Help her pick up new skill sets within it. I'm just saying this thing started on her own, though. This thing has you know, like the neck, the
6: the collar. Yeah, yeah, the collar has the little ridges and things where it's like it's three dimensional. It's not just like a flat surface that's just been woven. It's there's there's a lot of texture and layers to this.
5: I I can't imagine that that's easy to (laughs) learn. That's good though. The the Jim Nance comment. (laughs) Is that or the read? You said, "Read me a book." Sweater. I think I actually yes, walked in walked with a Jim Nance and said, comment. We, you yes, walked up yes. and
6: said, "Hello, friends," and I said, "This is the most fitting thing you've ever said, <laughs> given what you were wearing and what you just." Can said. I get
0: her to put like uh, elbow patches on mine too? Oh, to that, really
6: oh that, the would, look. Good, that would yeah. be good.
5: Like some suede yeah. elbow patches. I don't know if that fits the genre of the sweater maybe if that's not what they do in norway maybe she wouldn't do it can i ask it kind of like she has the, to be true to the material i think i think so oh, oh, true, true to the culture all right of, of you know how they wear that. the sweater i get right. that right. right but we'll see
6: maybe can i ask a question about elbow patches because you just made me think of this what is the actual purpose of those because i've seen them on looks you know right i mean it's gotta be
0: function at some
5: point well, the, where... but
6: i'm saying like it would be poor manners to walk up to a table at dinner and be like, how's everybody doing? And then plop your elbows on. <laughs> so if you're like wearing your elbow, how are elbow jammer, what are you, what are here, you wearing your elbows out on that you need the patches for the extra function? I'm guessing it had to be fashion, right? Good point. Maybe, you know, they did a lot of manual labor
0: back then. Maybe just like the knees on the jeans are the first things to go. Yeah, because those... The elbows on the shirt were the first but the, well, things no, no, to go. No, no, those kinds of, of like jackets a, yeah. are
5: kind of, you know, depression era jackets, right? That's what I'm thinking. You're working you know, out like a, on the docks, but every, everybody wore everybody shirts. Everybody worked the docks. <laughs>
3: everybody I like Everybody
5: worked out of the docks.
0: <laughs> I live in Tulsa, Oklahoma. <laughs> I work at the that's docks. Why, <laughs>
5: Well, you, again, got a, you, got a, a you got a river rolling there. You got right? a dry dock and a wet dock. <laughs> you got the dry dock and the wet dock. <laughs> all right, all right, wet what's dock coming up on action? <laughs> what's coming up on the Buckeye Show? I'm going to be a freaking dock worker before long. That's, yeah. that's for certain. Aren't we all? We we got a lot of college football to break down with Selection Sunday coming and going. Yesterday, the Buckeyes not in it, but getting ready for the Rose Bowl game. Some thoughts from day. Good day for Buckeye basketball back in the polls. Great week last week, finished with the Big Ten victory over Penn State. We'll talk about that. We'll hear from the Holt man. We'll talk to Bill Curlick tonight at his takes on the Quinn Ewer situation and what's next for the Buckeyes in recruiting, and Tyvis Powell is with me tonight. Buckeyes show, top of the hour, right here on The Fan, back page.
1: The Back Page. The Back Page. With
6: Common Man and T-Bone.
7: Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call 1-800-COOLING.
6: Bone. Well, man, uh, this past weekend there was a little event at the Staples Center where young Bronny James oh, yeah. scored 19 points in a victory. He moves well. Yeah. He is playing for Sierra Canyon. That is the school that uh, he participates on. His high school basketball team played St. Vincent St. Mary's from Akron. Yeah, LeBron James was in attendance. This was the chosen one invitational. <laughs> and he brought in his former high school to play the school that his son plays on now. And Sierra Canyon... Bronny James' team, they won 71-53. to Bronny had 19 points in this game. Courtside at this game, among other dignitaries, were, of course, LeBron, Russell Westbrook, Carmelo Anthony, Jamie Foxx, Chris Paul, Rajon Rondo, Nick Young, Floyd Mayweather. Was Jack I mean, there?
5: I'm sure. Uh, Jack what? Nicholson. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, at every know. Laker game. I didn't know. With right. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know. You are going was, down the list of all yeah, that yeah, I was just like, right, superstars. right,
0: yeah. No, Jack, no, Jack Nicholas was also there. And J- yeah, Bojas. Like, oh, he he I, was I, there.
5: Hey, Bronny. Hey. Hey.
6: Was that your Jack impersonation? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so sure, he's taking case, hard to the
5: hole, Bronny. Yeah.
6: Yeah. 19 points, though. I'm trying to figure out. I think he's so he is 17 years old, so I'm thinking he's next year's class. Yeah. I don't think and offers from lots of places right now it's not
5: just the 19 points it's how he moves
6: yeah watching watching some of his highlights he he is blazing fast you're gonna be shocked by this yeah i think lebron james kid might have a
5: future in basketball (laughs) at some level i don't know to be fair he looks like he's gonna be way better than michael jordan's son well that's the thing is, is that
0: We we say that like oh LeBron's his father, but how often does that actually happen? Well, and to be clear, that
5: good
6: right, he could go to the NBA and have a ten-year career and still be considered oh, but he's not his dad. Like well, you, y- yes, you know, what I mean, like I think that, would that would be will happen. Extremely successful and still be like, ah, yeah, but he's not his dad, and that's that's the rough part for him. But yeah, he's he looks like he's got all the talent in the world to make something happen there. Buckeye Show is next Monday Night Football at seven thirty. We'll
0: see you tomorrow. Common Man and T Bone on the Fan. Fan traffic
7: from the Logan AC and Heath Services Traffic Center.
4: Good evening. Some slowdowns to watch out for right now. You are going to find some slow traffic in Westbound 670 between Grandview Avenue and I-70. And more delays on I-70 East found between the 71 East Split and Miller. Traffic is slow there as well. traffic report is sponsored by Audible. Audible is the best place to listen for everything you're into, from comedy and motivation to popular podcasts and best-selling audiobooks. Right now, take advantage of a special holiday offer and save 60% on your first three months. Learn more and sign up at audible.com. the NRA with fan traffic.
2: and sweaty. Don't be like kumquat and beaver Queef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company beaver Queef can trust.
1: The Lindsay Honda Studios.
7: Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com
1: WBNSFM HD1 Columbus The fans
0: Hey, Common Man here. I know what you're thinking. This guy again. But we have some special bonus stuff for you. Sponsored, of course, by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust.
1: One is angry. The other one is bald. What do you think I mean, bald? Bald? Bald, bald. Here's Man and Bone.
0: I want to point something out. All right? I, too... Would be bald if I don't if I didn't take these pills every single day. <laughs> I've been taking the Propecia pills or whatever the generic is called now. Yeah, for almost twenty years. It's called Amateur Pecia. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I didn't
0: think about it for a second. Good job. <laughs> and I'm so terrified that if
6: I stop taking these pills, like my hair will just fall out in one day, all of it. Yeah. Well, it's funny because we were watching last night. I had the NBA games on and uh, ESPN.